Hey, hey, everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to a sit-down. Um, riding solo today, Matt Buford hit the lottery. He's in the Bahamas right now. He's enjoying life. Now, nah, actually, uh, he got stuck at work. Uh, we are doing a, what do they call it, a matinee? PJ, is that what they call it? Like a, 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 day, so. a, a daytime show? That's it. So, yeah, we're doing a matinee today. As you can imagine, my guest that I have on, his schedule's crazy. My schedule's crazy. I just happened to be on vacation this week. And um, so, but before we introduce our guest, one thing I do want to say thank you to, um, we have not done a show since the Beverly Hills Supper Club, which was around Memorial Day weekend. And with that being said, so that's roughly what, what we have, what? June, July, August, September. So that's about roughly four and a half months-ish without a podcast. And uh, you guys know we don't get paid for this. We didn't sign up to get the, uh, uh, you know, the ads and, and the endorsements to get so much money per downloads and episodes. So we don't make a penny here. But what I do want to say is we had over 800 downloads during those roughly five months of not putting any content out. That's good. So, which tells me that people were listening and, and, or people were catching up or, or maybe people liked an episode and wanted to hear it again. But, uh, but I just want to say thank you guys so much, uh, and we appreciate it. Uh, but my guest today, y'all might know him as PJ. Y'all might know him as Pete the Lice Guy. Uh, but to me, he's just a good friend. Welcome to the show, my man. Thanks for having Tony. Yeah, so, uh, so PJ and I met, um, I don't know, I guess about three years ago. Yeah. His, his granddaughter uh, played softball for us, and uh, you know, cool dude. Uh, you know, all, all of us. Which PJ, I, I tell everybody. Everybody says ninety five percent. I'm like the other ninety five percent of people are messed up. I think there's only five percent of us to get it. That's us. You know, so yeah, we're that five percent. <laughs> At least man. we think we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah and <laughs> In our my brain, it works. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, so we had met, man, and we hit it off, and. Um, you know, it's just, uh, and we've always stayed in touch ever since, man. And uh, he's just a, a truly good friend, man. If you guys are friends with him on social media, he likes his ice cream. Uh, <laughs> you know, he he, he finds he finds the uh, the local joints, man. It has all the good stuff. I love promoting the local businesses. That's why. Yeah. So uh, one of the few things, I'm sorry, one of the many things we are going to talk about is um, some people don't want to talk about it, but again, us five percenters, it's life and it happens. So. PJ owns a business. It's called Simplicity. Simplicity. And Simplicity, uh, for those that haven't figured that out, it's it's uh, he deals with lice. We treat head lice. Yes. Yes. So this is something, and I know you and I have spoke, again, going back to our the years of our friendship, you know, COVID kind of hurts you a little bit because nobody's in school, right? Punished me. Yeah. Punished me. Uh, it was a hard time. Um, we dropped about 80%. So everyone thinks I live the high life. Oh, you got your own business. A lot of people don't understand the downfalls of when something like that happens. So uh, fast forward three years later, we stuck it out, and now we're rolling again. Yeah. Uh, and so that's good. And that's where a lot of Pete the Lice guy came from. Um, bef 2019 was probably the busiest year that I've ever had. Now I started this business in 2013. So fast forward six years, I've, I've built up quite a name for myself. Um, COVID came, uh, really destroyed head lice because a lot of people don't understand that it spread via head-to-head -head contact. Now, when everyone's social distance, um, head lice came to a pretty screeching halt. Now you fast forward to 2019, uh, we were rolling. Busiest time we've had. Um, we were six years into business. 
then COVID came. Um, but that first six years, what I did was really build a good clientele with school nurses preaching the proper education of head lice. Uh, when COVID came, it did destroy the head lice industry because it's all spread via, uh, via head-to-head contact. Now you fast forward three years later, and um, people are back to normal. So in the last 10 months, head lice has really exploded again. Now the downfall of when COVID came is I built up a big, uh, that first six years, a good relationship with the nurses in the tri-state where I would go and teach them about head lice. And if a parent was struggling, it was good referrals for me. So I helped them, they helped me. Well, when COVID came, a lot of nurses, school nurses left. So I lost a lot of that contact. So when everything was coming back to normal, when everything when everything came back to normal, um, I did lose a lot of the uh, contacts. So that's where Pete the Lice Guy came about was um, when I got into filming. So we had a granddaughter that plays uh, softball. She plays down at Pendleton. So during COVID, we were attending a lot of softball games, and I would film with my phone. So I said, well, let's get a good camera and see how good we can get. So we started practicing with everybody in quarantine. I had a lot of time to spend on YouTube. I found this guy in Australia who did sports videography, and that's where I learned a lot. So now I go out to the local games, take pictures, um, shoot video of the kids, changed all my social media to Pete the Lice Guy, so now I promote myself. So I go out to these events, promote the kids, and it promotes me. So when I post the videos to social media, Facebook, all these groups, the parents see it. And they're like, who the heck is Pete the Lice guy? And so when they message me, it's like, we like your pictures and videos. Tell me a little <laughs> bit more about head lice. Because <laughs> right. believe it or not, it's a really big problem. And then I shoot them my website and teach them everything they need to know. Gotcha. Sorry, so I had to walk over, turn our dehumidifier off because <laughs> I was like, what is that buzzing noise? And I forgot to turn it off. I got you. But anyway, that's why I did that. But yeah, man, so it's... um. So no, and, 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 and like I said, we can go a couple different places here, but one thing I do want to talk about, because you educated me a whole lot, you know, again, you know, I grew up in the West and the Newport, bro, <laughs> lice was a common affair. <laughs> like, you know, some people pick at people when they get it. That's what everyone thinks. Yeah. So like, you know, even in Newport, man, you got lice as hard as we were. We, we didn't, we didn't fucking joke around about lice because we all got it at some point. Well, that's, know? that's what it is. Yeah. If you got lice or hair and blood, right. you got a chance to get, get lice. So, um. So just again, I, I never forget when I first knew and you were just telling me some of the things. So just for our listeners, let's educate them on like, uh, and like you had told me, for example, like you said, selfies, people sure. don't even think about it. No. So the big problem. So lice was around when we were kids, right? It wasn't around like it is now. Now head lice really exploded when Mr. Steve jobs invented the iPod. Now people think how in the world, would Steve Jobs inventing the iPod explode the head lice industry? What a lot of people don't understand, you do not get lice from somewhere. You're not getting it from a hat at Walmart. You're not getting it from the movie theater because lice are parasitic. They can't live anywhere else except for on you because they have to feed so often. Once lice are off your head for more than 12 hours, they'll become too dehydrated to feed. So they do not live anywhere except for on you. So what happens is... When this iPod turned into the iPad into every kid having a cell phone, what do kids do all day? They watch YouTube, they Snapchat, they TikTok. 
They put their heads together to watch these videos. When they put their heads together, that is how they're spreading head lice. This is why you see it way more in girls than you do boys because they generally have sense. longer hair. Well, that now, and respectfully, you and I, which we will do selfies, but we ain't watching YouTube for 45 minutes or TikTok right. or Instagram. And this is why you see lice in kids and not, you know, adults. Now, adults will get it, one, if your kid brings it home and gives it to you. Or two, if you're a teacher and you deal with kids all day, lice is all interaction. So if kid, the parents would just teach their kids to put their hair up in a bun and avoid head-to-head contact, you're avoid uh, getting head lice. Case in point, that's why we dropped 80% when everyone social distanced. I mean, the data is the data, right? I cannot endorse social distancing. Right. <laughs> it literally destroyed me. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, obviously, just the phone is, is one thing of, of um, transporting it. So, what's some other common mis- misconceptions that you've dealt well, with? Well, the, so the, the, the big misconception is when people treat head lice, there's three big reasons of why they struggled to get rid of it. One, they're trying to kill it. it. has nothing to do with killing. It's all about removing. That's why when you treat head lice, no matter what treatment you do on the market, you have to remove it. There's always a comb involved. The downfall is the comb is garbage generally when you get them in those kits. Little rid kits or whatever they're called. Right. So yeah. what happens is the parent gets fixated on trying to kill the lice. They're worried about the bug. What they have to worry about is the egg because a lot of times the treatments does not kill the egg. So what happens is the parent treats to kill the, the, the bugs, they'll comb to get the eggs out. But the problem is they probably never done it before and their comb's not very good. So when they don't get it all and the treatment doesn't kill everything, those nits will hatch. They will see in two to three weeks down the road that their kid has lice again. So what does everyone think? I didn't clean my home good enough. And that's what they've been taught by their moms and their grandmas. And this is just a myth that has came from way back when. So everyone gets fixated on trying to clean the home where there is absolutely no lice and they leave the head unattended where the lice is at because they've never been taught that. So they always tell their kid, don't share the hat, don't share the brush. They never teach them anything about personal space because they were never taught. So the big misconception is head lice 100% do not live in your home. That's why lice services can give you a a guarantee because we're not worried about your home. That's why we teach you how you actually get them. So when you get head lice back, it's not from the house. It's either one, you never got rid of them, or two, you go right back to the kid you picked them up to in the, the begin with. And so with head lice, it's not the poor, dirty kid that you think you got it right. from. It's your little friend that's it got a head full of lice. Right, yeah. We spend most of our days in Indian Hill. We treat lice from Price Hill to Indian Hill. Right. The, the one thing they have in common, it's not money, it's lice. Lice don't discriminate. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care. Right. Right. The only difference when, you know, like you said, West End and everyone got lice, everyone's got lice. It's how can you get rid of it? Now with the the lower income, this is where you get the the theory of poor dirty uh, people get lice. A lot of the lower income, you could have a really good $15 lice treatment or, or I'm sorry, a really good $50 lice treatment or a not so good $15 lice treatment. And the lower income is going to buy that $15 exactly. lice treatment all day, all day long. Because all they can afford probably. And, right. Yeah. But what happens, because they don't want to fork up the, the extra dollars. That's fine. And the lice industry wants you that because guess what? Okay. You're oh, going to spend that $15 about 100 more times right. than you would have the $50. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. And that that is where we're at with head lice. It's all misunderstanding. So lice isn't a medical problem. It's a cosmetic problem. 
So your nurses, your pediatricians, they have never studied head lice. So when you go to your school nurse or your pediatrician, the information that you're getting is what your grandma was teaching. Their grandparents were They're telling you, get some Ritter necks, treat it to kill, focus on cleaning your home. And when it comes back in two weeks, then they write your prescription. And this is where society is, is they just get fixated on just trying to take something to kill it. Well, all you got to do is just take it out. That's why we do all the work for the local hospitals, because we don't use any chemicals. It has nothing to do with killing. It's all about removing. Well, that's why, and uh, for, for our viewers, if you haven't um, uh, seen any of Pete's stuff, is that uh, uh, the first thing, one time I, I did ask you, um, and I don't want to bring this up, but I, I do want to give a little uh, 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 prequel, is that what it is? So you are working on a project of a, of a client that you had had, yeah. Uh, and, and the first thing that I said, I was like, man, why the hell don't you have gloves on? And you're like, well, here's why. And, right. and once you explained all that to me because of the fact of, you know, it does this or it does that or the, it really doesn't do way. anything. Yeah. yeah. So lice themselves, the reason they're not a medical problem is because they do not transport any diseases. So when you treat head lice, but they had, that's why they're not a medical problem. So that's why you, people said that before, like, oh, my God, you don't have gloves on. Well, no, it's just like doing hair. Right. The only thing I'm doing different is combing your hair. Yeah, you got bugs in them. I'm just making sure I get them out. Yeah, so that was Matt. Matt just texted and asked if we started yet. Oh, I got you. But, uh, but no, it is um, it, It's crazy, man, because, like I said, I, I, to be repetitive here, but, like, when the first time we spoke about it, and, like, you just gave me, like, like a lecture, bro, like a 10-minute, here's this, here's this, this is the most – and I'm like, man, like you said, growing up, that wasn't what we were told. Right. It was go get a shower, mom come in with the Knicks or Ricks or whatever, or Rid, and put the gloves on, let this sit for 15 minutes, and, like you said, have that little – 15 cent comb and they rush yeah. it out and good luck good luck yeah. good luck yeah that's that's why over 10 years just me myself not angie included i've treated over twelve thousand people for lice so so and, and that's the ones that came to you you know obviously there's <laughs> oh that's yeah. just what i have done exactly like yeah oh there's way way right. more like we touch a fraction so two weeks ago and this is to tell you how bad lice is getting now two weeks ago we checked or treated 60 people a fraction come to us. Right. They all try to do it. So themselves. what does that mean? Who's not? Yeah. Well, that just means get ready. Yeah. And I've been telling these school nurses the past, because when school started back, I went to a lot of schools and was reaching out to these nurses and teaching them and said, you better get ready. Cause in the last two and a half years, no one's had to worry about headlights. Right. Everyone has their guard down. Now everyone's back together. They're not paying attention <laughs> and it's about to explode. And here it is. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's um, it's like uh, when 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 we spoke about it, it was kind of funny. And obviously, I'm not going to say who, but was it a couple months later? One of my family members, like <laughs> all of a sudden, I got a picture from PJ. It was him and my family member, like no shit, you know. But it was again, we're going probably from school and together and That's blah it. blah blah. Because I don't even remember when when I was growing up. Um, let's just say if a kid in our class had it, we had done a couple things for like that the next few days, if my mind serves me right. Uh, you know, like each kid, for example, had a garbage bag. It was like, okay, put, put your coat, like when you come right. to school, put it in the garbage bag, keep it at your yes. desk. You so know, this, this is this right here, right there is the the information that's given is the improper information. So, with lice being parasitic, they can't live anywhere. So, when the schools, what they'll do is put your book bag in a in a garbage bag and clean out your cubbies, do everything else. Right? They're right. they're cleaning everywhere, but then. 
20 minutes later after they're done cleaning, they will be head to head reading a book. They don't say anything about put your hair up. Don't touch heads. Right. That's where you're getting the like you said, especially in the younger grades, all right, kids circle up. It's That's it. <laughs> That's what they do. Nap yeah. time, whatever. Right. And so you, and then especially like these Montessori schools where it's all tight knit. So when yeah. the lice gets into these schools, it just spreads like wildfire. Cause generally a kid will have it two to four weeks before the parent even knows. <sighs> and by the time the parent realizes that the kid has lice, there's a very good chance that they gave it to their friends. Well, you throw in the stigma of head lice that no one wants to talk about it. So you'll secretly have all these parents behind closed doors trying to treat head lice. Now, parents can get rid of it, but they have no clue how their kid gets it. So you could be getting rid of it. But if the other parent ain't getting rid of it and you all ain't talking, your kid goes right back and plays with little Susie, picks lice up two weeks later. You're like, what the F is going on? Because your kid's got lice again. And that's where it come, the, all the misinformation is why right. people want to burn their homes down. Right. That's nothing to, so when I teach them, and if you Google us, Facebook us, we got over 250 five-star reviews. The reason being, I'll just teach you the truth. Well, and then I'll tell you the other thing, and I am going to promote you here. If I'm not mistaken, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because we can always edit it to make you look good, <laughs> is that once you, if you go to someone's house and treat, and like if it does come back, it's okay. You just let us know. We'll be there. So how we work is uh, we have a salon or we come to you. So when I first started, I did in-home the first five years and then got busy enough, opened up a salon, so now I have both. So we'll come to you or you come to us. Uh, there's a price difference. What the service includes is um, if you bring, like, say if, you're, say if your daughter had lice, you come in, I check her. Obviously, I wouldn't check you. We'd check Zach and and Kelly. By the way, that's because I don't have any hair, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, we, you have nothing to worry about. But believe it or not, a lot of dads come in bald. Like, you sure? I'm like, right. Hey, you yep. ain't got no. We're pretty sure. But <laughs> so, so say your daughter had lice, and then your son and wife come in. We'd check them to make sure that they don't have it. Right. So if if your daughter had it, we would treat her. We'd do a follow up in a week. One to make sure we did our part, but two, we want to make sure that she's not going back and getting reinfected. Because if she's getting reinfected, we need to find out who she's hanging out with. Because I don't care what treatment you do. If they're going back and get reinfected, right. it don't matter. You're go- So this is why we really teach you how you actually get it. So we would do a follow-up. If she was good at the follow-up, we give you a 30-day guarantee. The reason we do that, lice leave a scent in your hair, and it lets lice know that, that she's a good host. That scent lasts roughly 30 days. So if, if your daughter was to get lice back in them 30 days, we'd retreat for free. right? And that's and that, awesome. Well, yeah, that just shows you. That has nothing to do with your house because we right. can't guarantee if that you. Was the case, we, you yeah, would just keep yeah. going home and getting it from right. your home, right? Right. So we teach you the, you know, the facts. All these sprays that they spray in their house, you know how they get away with this? Read the bottle. It says kills lice and bed bugs. Yeah. Right. Well, bed bugs was a big thing. What five years ago? Right. Whatever, but this is how ago? they prey on the panic. Right. People right. don't know that lice don't live in your home, but this is how they don't get sued. Right. right, right. There ain't no lice in your home. It's like the biggest million dollar fraud I ever seen. But the, the, crazy, the public though. don't know. Right. So they they going so crazy, washing, bagging, spraying everything. It's in their hair. So it's a little <laughs> side note here because you did bring up bed bugs. You ever deal with that at all? Is that or is that just a whole other animal? You, or? you call my buddy uh, okay. Matt Snowball. Gotcha. <laughs> no, hey, no, hey, we had it. Um, and, I, and I don't care to talk about it. Uh, we were sorry. I just gave Duke a bone. He's down there pounding it. But we had uh, we we were down Tallahassee mm-hmm. for a Florida State game, and we excuse me, I think Morgan was 
a five. Zach was three. So sure. we had his car seat. And we had got um, to the hotel. And when we got him out, we had noticed bugs in the car seat. And we're like, this is weird. So blah, blah, blah. We go to, I don't know if it was an urgent care doctor down there, you know, whatever we had done. And I guess down there it's common because it's Florida, right? I mean, it's every 98 degrees every day. So he was like, well, here's what happened was, good thing you had the windows up. You were in the car because we were at the game, tailgate. Yeah, he was like, mm-hmm. they, they basically just died. You know? Correct. Yeah. So this is a good thing because I, do, I don't know much about bed bugs, but I've worked with people and, you know, their kids had lice and they told me, when you come home from vacation, leave your suitcase in the car all day. Because if there is any, because it bakes them out. It's basically like when they treat bed bugs, they come and heat your house up. up, Right. So what you're doing is heating up your stuff to bake them out if they're there. Right. You ain't got to worry about it. I was like, oh, my God, I never thought about that. Well, well, then I'll tell you another thing, and and I'm I'm, I'm just going to bring up Kelly here, um, is, you know, she's been in the homes, not saying that there is or isn't, but she's like, well, I'll take a chance. It is what it is. So she'll just take everything off, and like you said, we just we wash it right away or throw it in dry or whatever because yeah, but it was, um, it was unique. And, and again, uh, we're at the hotel. So obviously we, we searched the hotel, right? Yeah. We pull up there we look in the corners and, right. and blah, blah, blah. And to be honest, we still don't to this day know where it came from. We're assuming it was probably the hotel because where else were we, you know, right. where else were we enough? Hopefully it wasn't at the restaurants, you know, it wasn't at Dope Campbell stadium. Uh, right. but anyway, so we had, um, we got there and the doctor's like, look, when you, you know, get somewhere, you know, take take the car seat out, wash it, spray it. So yeah, I asked the hotel, I'm like, hey, look, y'all got some kind of hose hookup or something. So I'm around back of the hotel spraying this thing, and all you see is this, I mean, it, it's almost fake, just these little bugs, these little black things that's coming out. That's crazy. And, yeah, but they were just like, he was like, yeah, it was like the heat in the car, you know, while you, while you guys were in the game, just killed them. And we're like, whew, you know, because like, you know, now fast forward a few years later at our old house, we got it. Right. And then this was where, like you said, we, we end up coming across friend of a friend of a friend who used to work for, um, uh, what's the big company around here that does the, uh, Orkin, or Orkin, Orkin. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Uh, he was with Orkin. Now he does his own thing and I had yeah. him saved under blank, the, the yeah. bed bug guy the bed or whatever. Bug, yeah. Just yeah. like, just like Pete, the Lice all the guy. moms, they tell me you're like number four on my phone. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all so, right. So, uh, we had, uh, you know, we had had them. And as you could imagine, it sucked. Yeah. You know, we go to Walgreens and we got, you know, 15 bottles of alcohol, nine bottles of spray bottles. We, we're spraying our beds. And, right. and, you know, literally people saying, like, put oil on the legs because they can't climb up the bed. You know, you some all this stuff. crazy right. shit, man. It so, is crazy. <laughs> so, but, but it did stink. And we had a guy come in and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it worked. I mean, knock on wood, it was gone. Wow. But uh, I'm all about, dude, I got, you know, I got a bunch of stories. So we, we had through our couch away. Yeah, I don't want to say what club, but let's just say a big boy motorcycle club. Guy lived up the street from us, so we set the couch out, and uh, you know, I look out the window. Him and him and two of his roadies are picking it up. So I come out. You know, not that I'm like afraid of him or nothing, but I'm just like, like heads hey, up, dude. <laughs> He was like, don't worry about it, man. We'll get it. What's it called? Uh, steamed or cleaned or whatever. He was like, we're going to take it to the clubhouse. I was like, that's cool. But just so you know, this <laughs> this isn't out here because we're just getting rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, we, you know, but he was cool with it. And they, they took that damn well, thing. Flits are back. But then I swear to God, like, can't make it up. Bikers aren't scared of nothing. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care. <laughs> hey, hey, it's been funny. It's been like, yeah, we, we got it right now as it is anyway. Right. That, but, uh, the, the one thing I want to go back to, because you're a softball coach mm-hmm. and you deal with well, tons of girls and yeah. 
The, and the, this is what I hear all the time. My Please daughter, tell me what you're going to say. The helmets. My something. daughter plays softball and she got it from the helmet. Now, how funny is that? Super, 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 super highly unlikely she got it from that helmet. It could happen. I'm not going to say it didn't happen. But what's more than likely going to happen? Right. Putting that helmet on and all these crazy things happening to get that bug in the hair or you over there taking selfies before, during, and after the game. Well, you better not be taking it during, but right. I've seen it before. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that right. That is where you're getting lice. you got to teach these kids personal space. I, I've been doing this for almost 11, 12 years. You know what I put in my hair? I don't put anything in it. I keep my hair short. Right. Angie, she don't put nothing in her hair. She just keeps it up. If you don't let your hair touch, you'll never get lice. So with that, um, when you say put nothing in your hair, do you think Re- it- the tea trees, you know, everyone's well, like, well, no, no, that's what I'm and asking. I even have tea tree, right? right? The reason I have tea tree scent because people think they need to have it, right? Yeah. Now, what I use to treat head lice, there's natural enzyme in it. There's a reason I use it to treat it because that what helps me remove it. As far as you just putting something in your hair and never getting lice, there's nothing out there. Your number one prevention is keeping your hair up just in a bun. Out, yeah. If your hair doesn't touch. Now, when you get lice and they leave a, they leave a scent in your hair, like I was telling why we do the 30 days, your tea trees, your lavenders, which that's what we carry, lemongrass, those will help mask the scent that lice leave. But as far as you putting tea tree oil in your daughter's hair and her not getting lice, <laughs> that's impossible, Yeah. right? But what happens is people are like, they don't worry about putting the child's hair up when they put the tea tree in the hair because they think they have a secret shield around their head. Yeah. Makes sense. So uh, two other things. Is there any any data or anything of like gel or mousses or hairspray or anything? Does any of that help or not help? Or you, is it You just- hear it all the time. I'll do this, do this. I see moms that have plenty of hairspray in their hair have lice. Right. Right. So obviously that that, that help. might help a little bit because like if you put hairspray in your hair and it keeps your hair contained, right? And your hair's not touching, you won't get it. As far as you just putting hairspray in your hair and not getting lice, like that that's not gonna happen. Was there um God man, I can't was there was there the old life hack? Was it like mayonnaise or something like that? Well so so here's what happens when they're trying to treat with mayonnaise, olive oil. Yeah. The general public is in fear of the lice bug itself. They don't worry about the eggs. So when they're actually treating head lice, they're putting all that stuff to try to kill the bug. What the general public doesn't understand is you can simply comb that bug out. The bugs are very easy to get. It's the eggs that you're actually after. So what we do is we teach you how to bypass the whole chemical and oil application and simply remove them. That's why we do all the work for the hospitals here because... We don't use any chemicals. So the youngest kid I ever had to treat, two and a half months old. Wow. The the oldest, 96. Pregnant mothers, nursing moms, it don't matter because we do not use any chemicals. Makes sense? And and that's big for some people. Oh, that is monster. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what everyone's like, you're going to tell me I don't have to put all that stuff on their head? And that's why when some people at first, they really have trouble believing me because it is the simple. That's why we named it simplicity once you understand head life they're very simple you just got to basically deprogram we have a big uh pediat- pediatric associates a big outfit here in northern kentucky really? i met dr bowling he's now retired um i met him probably about six years ago he reached out to me he heard about me and he's like this is pretty amazing he said i like to start referring people to you so he started referring and i and they 
the parents, you know, these are people that had battled lice for a couple months. And they said, oh, man, why, don't, why didn't they tell me this the very first thing? Why didn't we just do this? And I said, well, you got to tell them that. Right. And so he started to get a lot of good feedback. So when other parents would, you know, say, Dr. Boland recommended me, and I said, oh, that's awesome. And they would say, now he, he told me. This guy's going to tell you everything completely different than what you ever heard. But everyone raves about him because he gets rid of their lice. And what I tell him is I'll just simply tell you the truth. I've been duped before. I've been taken to the cleaners on some BS. I don't like being duped. A lot of people don't like being duped. So like I told my wife, Angie, I said, we're going to tell these people the truth, treat them right. And the money will come. We, right. We're not money hungry. We don't need that beach house. You know, we just teach people the truth. We help out the community and we live a good life. Well, like anything else, if you're good at what you do, people will come. Yeah. You know, and, and it's word of mouth. And it's no different than my DJ business. You know, I wouldn't be booked all these weekends right. if I didn't do a good job. And it's, like you, and it's like you still wouldn't have a business, whether it's before COVID, after COVID, if you didn't do a good 10 job. Ten years later, yeah. right? And that that that's the thing is w- with head lice, you know, people ain't like, hey, we got lice. But the the biggest um, marketing thing was for me was I teaching these parents. So what, what I call it is empowering the mom. So when you show the mom, she's sitting there watching all this, and you explain the whys, then they're like, holy smokes, I've been lied to my whole life. Right. And I'm like, yeah. Guess what? When they properly learn about head lice, they're not worried about it anymore. Right. And so what they do, they go tell all their friends. So fast forward 10 years later, the other day I had a mom come in. She's from Hyde Park. I'm like, hey, how did you hear about us? She's like, dude, I'm in the Oakley Hyde Park mom group. And she's like, I typed in there like, hey, my daughter has lice. What do you all do? She was like, there was 40 people in there that just said, oh, you need to call my man Pete. That's awesome. And she's like, that spoke volumes. She's like, this is in Hyde Park in Oakley. We don't talk about lice. Right, and no, she's but, yeah. like, you got all these people going to bat for you. And I was like, just, just tell them the truth. Right. That's it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And it makes me feel good. I can sleep at night. Exactly. Right, right. right. That's because you're doing a I good thing people. and the right thing. Right. right. Yeah. If, if, if someone reaches out, Pete, we, we're broke. We ain't got no money. Come on. I got you. All right. We'll figure That's it out. That's just how we are. Yeah. Because so it's the kid, you know. It's it's all about helping the kids. Right. So, hey, do, 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 you, do you have a few minutes? <laughs> I got all All day. right. So, um. Matt's on the way. He said he's like six minutes out. Oh, yeah. So he wants to jump in. Yeah. So we'll just pause for a sec. Pause it. Well, guys, we took a little break there for a second. I, um, you guys know I live up here by the uh, hospital, and they had the helicopter pad out there. And Matt Buford uh, cut his trip a little early, and, and he came back from the Bahamas. So, Matt, thanks for joining us here. Uh, yeah, anytime. It uh, feels good to be back. It's been a long, long time. That May, is. May, May 27th or something. It was, it was going into the regionals, yeah. So yeah. it's been more day weekend. Jeez, old Pete. Well, I know when you said something to have me on, I went back and looked, and I'm like, what the shit? Yeah, we haven't had one I was like, while. oh, it's been a second since yeah. uh, Supper Club, right? Yeah, Supper yeah. Club. That was yeah. it, yeah. yeah. So whatever so, that anniversary is, and, May 27th or something like yeah. that. And, guys, I promise we are going to continue back on with PJ here. But but um, just now that Matt's here, uh, as you can imagine – you know what? Let's save that for later. Or, 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 or I don't know where you're going, man. Well, that's cool. You don't need to know. So let's <laughs> save it for later. If we got to stop it, we can do another one. We'll post some two different times. And if blah, you blah, don't, blah. he don't even know what you're talking about. Right. So exactly. Never there we know. go. Yeah. All right. So here it's we like go. It's like another day in the life with Pomp. Yeah. So here we go. Uh, back to PJ here, uh, and, and and you know we we cover a lot of stuff, but um, without getting too deep into it. And then I, I know uh, you are putting uh, what was your verbiage a, a documentary together. Yeah, so I um, just recently I documented 
a um, a case of head lice that I did. It's not the worst lice wise that I did, but um, hair matted plus the lice took the cake. And, and just for the people that are listening, full parent consent, sign papers, Correct. please do all this. Uh, and and I, 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 let's just say. Uh, PJ done, done a really, really good thing. So my point is, uh, if it's all consent, so when this video does come out, uh, please understand he's, uh, as we would say, it's real, it's raw. <laughs> like, this is this is the stuff you deal with. It's reality. And, um, you know, just for people to understand, if you don't take care of this, it's a problem. It A big problem. It's a big problem. A big problem. So uh, a lot of people ask, will they just go away? Oh, no. It gets really, really bad, and to where uh, they're going to be falling out of your head, which is in now, the documentary. Can they can they cause illness or sickness? Or that, that's why we're, they're not a medical problem; they're cosmetic. So we did cover that, but a lot of the um, doctors and nurses they never studied head lice because they're not a medical problem. The reason being, they do not transmit diseases, so they're just cosmetic. Okay, so. That's why a whole lot of pediatricians and school nurses don't know about them because they're not medical. But the public doesn't know that. So they just think when you're calling your school nurse or a pediatrician, you're going to get the correct answer. Right. And a lot of hey, times you don't. Morgan's got lice. What can you do? Well, they get nervous, and so they'll say treat with Ritter-Nix, and if it don't work, call back in two weeks. No. Clean your home. That's right. what they right. tell you. Clean your home. Get all the stuffed animals and all that shit. But that's, that's, that's what they think. That's the... Lice are parasitic. They do not live on your stuffed animals. It has nothing to do with your home, which we covered right. that a little bit. But no, you're yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Coach. By yeah. the way, are you excited? It feels good, doesn't it? Be back. It does. Hey, it feels hey, real good. Hey, that's what I told him when we broke because you know you said you were on the way. Yeah, I was like, dude, just think. You know, if we had these and get deep, like it's real good. Yeah. So and, and then I told him, you know, if I were to die tomorrow on the laptop, <laughs> we have that code red to send out. We got it. We got it. But anyway, yeah. um, so. Um, so do, do you care if we talk about how you got, uh, as Jim Valvano said when he did his Jimmy V speech, we're, we're involved with ESPN, and that means what? That means it's money. That's do, it. do you care if we talk about how this got started? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So um, so uh, for those that don't know, my man likes the thoroughbreds. Correct. They, they always run. say if I'm not picking uh, bugs, I'm picking horses. Picking All horses. Right. like the ponies, huh? Well, and, man, I grew so, up with it. So uh, he's not Eddie Mush. Campbell County guy, right? Well, that's where I went to high school. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> hey, you know what? We didn't even do that. Remember, we Camel said Pride. That's yeah. where I come. That's where I come in. Look man. at Matt coming in. You know, I kind of grew up all over the northern Kentucky, yeah. but I graduated yeah. from Camel, Camel County, County. So that, I, I got to Camel Pride. Ninety-seven, ninety-nine, ninety-nine. Best close. for last, baby. Yeah, I, know, I was close. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, because we even talked about that. He's yeah. like, "What are we going to talk about?" I will talk a little bit about where you're from, but and. We didn't, but uh, you blew it, Coach. Yeah, so um, that's why I flew in. He flew in, yep. came yep. in hot. <laughs> so, Want to make sure everybody knew he was a camel. That's, that's right. It. Uh, so um, you you had mentioned how you came across, uh, and if you want to say the amount, I'll let you say it. But uh, let's just say you had a uh, sounds good for a podcast, right? Yeah. So, so how, yeah, how, how, how I got, got into go it? Ahead, so, so before I got into head lice, I was uh, bartending, serving, doing all that fun stuff. Um, I was out at Turfway Park. Now, before that, how I got into horses, I have family that, uh, uncles that actually train race horses. So my whole life I grew up around them. I got pictures of me um, on horses in when it was called Latonia. 
Turfway really? Park uh-huh. when it used to be called Latonia. Charlie Hustle spot. So that's oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some stories, but um, so I, I was bartending there um, before before I got in the head lice. And then that's where I really got to learn a lot about reading horses and handicapping horse races. We would always go to the big races. So uh, one weekend we all shot up to Chicago to go to the Arlington Million, which is a big million-dollar turf race up there in the outskirts of Chicago. So we go up there, and I like playing the pick fours and the pick fives, which if no one knows, that's where you got to have the – all winners of either four or five races. Now, is this in, in consecutive order or just in so, a group? Yeah, so they'll have a, a certain bet, so race two. So you have to have the winner in race two, race three, race four, race okay. five. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of the four in Lane a row in the race. That's like in a one super race. factor. Super factor, Yeah, okay. so the pick four is four races. You can use multiple horses, but the more horses you use, the higher your ticket's going to go. So I think I used um, like two horses, three horses, four horses, whatever it was. My ticket came up to fifty-four bucks. Well, the day before we we go for the whole weekend, and the day before I couldn't cash a ticket. And the reason being is, if you're familiar with horse racing, there could be a speed bias on the racetrack. So every when these horses go fast, normally you got horses dueling out front. There's going to be a, a stalker sitting back going to come past them. Well, that day, it didn't matter how cheap they were or how, fat, or how fast they were going. The horse on the front end just kept running. They could never catch him. And that's why I kept losing every race. So the next day, I came back. I remembered that. I said, I ain't going to let a front runner beat me anymore. Right. So this horse looked horrible on paper. But I knew he was going to be on the lead. So I said, I'm not going to let this horse beat me. So I put him on my ticket. He was in the very first race of the pick four. He won at 60 to one. Really? So that right there knocked almost everybody up out of the pick four. Right. Now I got to win the next races. And if I win, I know it's going to be big. And I end up winning them out. And that, it, it paid, I think it was right, right around 19,000. Wow. So I got back 19,000 on a $54 bet. And then that's when I was like, I got to do something with this money. And that's where I said, ooh. At the time, I had a niece that had picked up head lice, and they battled. That's kind of how I got into the whole head lice is I don't have any kids. I had a niece that picked it up, and they battled it for a long time. So next thing you know, long story short, doing some research, I found a place down in Atlanta. All that's going on Why I'm actually playing <laughs> ponies and trying to figure out. Well, when I won all that money, that was able to fund me to go down to Atlanta to learn how to do head lice. Here we are 10 years later. <laughs> that's it and that's that that's it and that's that that was that's the big awesome. well that was the big score but there's been many other ones where yeah. you know you lose some you win right. some but well and sorry nobody for, ever talks about them losses yeah. though well so, <laughs> the, the, so it's funny if you want to get into horses um well i do the same the same racetrack right so fast forward the very next year right we go back up to arlington for the million well they also have a bet that's called um that was the 10 cent pick nine so you had it was a 10 cent bet and you had to have the winner in all the races all nine races but you had to have the only ticket to win the jackpot right now the more horses you use the more expensive your ticket gets so you play out the ticket 
we were there, ended up playing, um, it was like a hundred dollar ticket. I won eight of nine. Oh, I've missed one horse, right? That at the time the jackpot was 140,000, but as a consolation, I got a thousand dollars back. I've never been I so mean, that's cool. But right. Yeah, but now check this out. Two weeks later, that jackpot has now hit $232,000. Two weeks later, it was a Sunday. I go out the turf way because my buddies were there. Um, they were playing Del Mar. They played a pick four. They got in together. And I said, well, how much? And they said, well, you play a $20 ticket, and then you're on our ticket, we're on your ticket. Ticket hit. It only paid like 260 bucks, and there's, I think, five of us. So instead of cashing it, we just kept it, and we're going to play it again. Right. Well, Arlington's coming up. They got the 10-cent pick nine on Thursday. Let's play that. So we took the 260 bucks and we play that. We get to the very last race. We have two horses, and each of them are paying $232,000. You got to remember, we invested $20 half a week ago, and now we're up for almost a quarter of a million. Like, you can hear a pin drop in the restaurant at Turfway Park. Right. They are turning for home. I told the guys, I don't care who you used in the last race, as long as you use the 10 horse, right? Turning for home, and I've watched thousands and thousands of races. I've never got so hot in my life because when that <laughs> horse turned for home, he was going to win the race. As I said, he was going to win. He takes the lead, and then in deep stretch, you just see a horse streaking down the middle of the track. And he nails us right at the wire oh, fuck. for $232,000. throw up. I, I, I went from hot to cold to sweat and everything was going on <laughs> at that point. Even the announcer says, and the pick nine lives on. Like, right. like it is just <laughs> salt on your wound. Like, oh my God. The horse's name, Cashmere Muffin, 30 to one beats us. The horse never won another race in its life. Six months later, my buddy that was in on the ticket, he trains and owns some horses. He's he's like, you're not going to effing believe this. That horse is now in his, was in his barn later, about three months later. Really? Yeah. No shit. He's like, you want to punch that? He's like, you want to come and take a picture of the horse that cost us a quarter million dollars? No, no I want to fucking so kill it. We did get thirteen thousand dollars back for a consolation, but I've never been so pissed off to win that kind of money yeah. in my life. No shit. So yeah, that was so that was the closest to being the the biggest of there's been a couple other ones that we've hit but i mean you lose too so so yeah. sorry i asked earlier about <clears throat> so i you know i grew up with my dad i could tell you spreads and odds and over sure. and unders horses my dad always said baby i ain't betting on some motherfucking horse i don't know i ain't betting on no animal <laughs> and I, and <clears throat> he said he's not so there was one story he was out with all of his buddies i ain't gonna i don't know if it was turfway sure wherever hell it was at but he called me because it's back in the day when it was normal for your parents to go out yeah. and you stayed at home. Don't answer the door. Don't answer the phone. You know, That's or blah, it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So he called me and he's feeling pretty good. He assuming he probably has some Long Islands or some Sambuca in him. And he says, Roach, because we lived on West 10th Street, Newport, which is right next to York Street. Okay. He says, baby, go on down there in York Street. See if you see that motherfucking horse running, baby. Dead last. Dead motherfucking <laughs> last. You know? So yeah. that's why he was like, I don't fuck with horses. I don't fuck with horses. That, yeah, but, it's uh, tough. But now on the flip side, a, a good friend, God rest his soul, Jeff Combs, 
Um, which I have a bunch of them, BB and God rest his oh, soul. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So th- th- those guys, I've been with them They're before. Old school, baby. Yeah, they know yeah. their shit, man. Oh yeah, I've been with them and, and J- Jeff Combs. His daughter and I dated all through high school, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he was a card gambler. My sure. dad and them love him to death. God rest his soul. But he was the first person to ever take me out the turf way and to show me the program, like yep. how to read it. It looks he, like yeah, Chinese. Yeah, it's like Chinese algebra, <laughs> That's man. why no one messes with exactly. I'm like, what is this? But, but he kind of learned at me something on how to read that. Yeah. And it was um, – but that's why – Obviously, I've heard of the pick four and exactas, and and but but I just don't know exactly. Right, what and, and it is. this so this is that this is why like I don't care for casinos, and I'm not this big gambler or nothing. This is why I like horses because you can really, if you learn how to read it, there is an art to it. Now they are animals, right? So they could be having a bad day just like you're well, near that, you, and that's what you don't know. But well, the, but the good thing about horse racing is you can bet that pick four, right? 54 bucks and get back exactly. $20,000. Yeah, but it. a lot of people don't understand, like, when you bet like that, you you can bet little money, have a great time, and win a lot of money. Right. Or you could, you know, there's some people that think you got to go bet thousands of dollars, yeah, but you yeah. don't have to do that. Not at the racetrack. So, yeah, I'll tell you, um, and back to, the, to your point with the casino, is that's why I kind of enjoy blackjack. Sure. <clears throat> and, again, I'll go upstairs. I'll show you. Zach and I have three pages of paper. So what we do is... Like if I we, we alternate him, he's a dealer, I'm the dealer, and we just go one and two. So every hand's one, but obviously if you want to double, it's two. Sure. And, and then I do just like downtown. If you get uh, if you get tens, you can split them up to three times. Sure. So it's single, single, single. But anyway, but it's just so funny. A good buddy of mine named Andy Michaels. Um, I worked with him at UPS. He he moved down to Danville, but uh, him and I would go before work. You know, just because we worked there, shift UPS. We stopped sure. downtown. And then, uh, so when I go there, I tell the table when I sit down, guys, I'm here to gamble. Right. Because if you play by the book, and and, and my point is, right. I'm teaching Zach, and by the way, get mad all y'all want people. It is what it is. <laughs> You're teaching your yeah, kid exactly. to gamble. <laughs> right, yeah. So Zach, Zach and Morgan, if you go back to our, our old pictures when I share them, uh, I say uh, the, the Italian way of teaching math. And we're playing blackjack. So, but anyway. <laughs> Two- so, <laughs> yeah. That's so, 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 but my point of it is I teach him, you know, the basics, right? You know, if dealer has a 10, you know, hit, blah, blah, blah. Now, my theory is if I have a 15, what's the chances of me getting a six or under? So I kind of take a chance, but that's my theory. I always hit on 16, right. always, or I always, always stay on 16, always hit 15. Exactly. But if you do so, it one way, keep the, it that way. We have the same logic, right? Sure. So, but that's what I tell people before I sit down at the table. Guys, listen, I don't play by the book. I'm here to gamble. I'm here to play my hand. And I've had people, I swear to God, you can ask Kelly. They get mad. Yeah, they get mad. They like, get look, mad. I told y'all. I told y'all. Right. You know, but but anyway, point out all it is, squirrel, squirrel, is upstairs. Zach and I, we have this notebook paper because we tally them. You know, and I have three decks that I put together. Sure. So, and then once we get down to the last seven cards, we don't play that hand because you never know. Yeah. So, anyway, and, you know, we go like $5 a game. But but my point is, uh, when you look at it, because ideally we're playing the house or, or I'm sorry, we're playing by the book sure. doing what you should do. And it's a coin flip. Yeah. Literally it's, it's 12, nine, 11, seven, sure. 10, seven, 12, 10. Right. You know, it's just, you're swapping spit all day. Yeah. And that's where 
But that's where I think uh, if you're patient and you go there and, you know, when it's time well, to strike. Well, that's why them card t- counters can make. Exactly. That's why they don't let them that's card counters That's why all of a sudden there. you see old boy get up and leave. Cause it, cause, and, and I explain well, all this to Zach. Yeah. Like, Zach, look, you know, and because, and, you know, he is asking questions. What's the most, blah, blah, blah. And I told him. But I'm like, Zach, that's why if and when you go, if you hit four or five in a row and then you lose one, maybe two, to just call it a wrap. So, right. so my buddy Andy and I, that's what we would do. Like I said, we would go right before work during Christmas because we're starting at like midnight. Sure. And if I go in there with a hundred bucks, I hit two or three in a row, I'm done. So I just made 150 bucks in four minutes. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Andy, you do what you want, brother. I walk around. <laughs> right. Blah, 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 you know. My, but, my, you work too hard. Right. But, and then a funny story with that. God, I tell everybody this story. And uh, by the way, how cool is this? We're talking about lights. Now we're talking about gambling. Wow, so, that's uh, our life. Yeah, that's right. That's what we do. <laughs> I mean, so, come on. So again, my buddy Andy and I were there. And uh, as you can imagine, it's like a, a day during the week. That's not Friday. Yeah. So there's nobody there. So this is when they what? Train dealers, right? Oh, yeah. So we have a, a, a trainee dealing. Oh, I heard this one. Yeah. This is bad. So oh. so we have a, so every time my buddy Andy and I went, before we left, we always hit MJ on Blackjack, 23. Mm-hmm. Every time he puts up five, I'll put up five. Depending on how we did, he might put up 10. I'll put up 10 right. before we left. So we're at this blackjack table right here. Literally three feet to my back is the, um, good night. Well, I'm having a brain fart here. Um, roulette. Roulette. Oh, sorry. Roulette. Sorry. Roulette, yeah. roulette yeah. table. Sorry. And then, uh, so we're cashing out again. It's a new dealer, right? So this, you know, the roulette table is just about finished. We cash out, and our goal was to put our money on MJ23 sure. and go to work. Uh-huh. This new dealer's dropping chips, fumbling, stumbling, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I already know what's going to happen. I swear to God on my dad, Couldn't bro, get your bet down. 23 hit. Yep. Obviously, I'm joking, but I wasn't. I said, you slow motherfucker. <laughs> you, you just cost us. Because mind you, it's like a yeah. Tuesday night. There's right. nobody here. And they know, pit boss. Uh, dude dealing, dude uh, helping him, roulette guy. Hey, we're coming. We're going to hit 23. We're hitting MJ before we leave. And 23 hit. Oh, it was dirty. Oh, it was sick, dude. It Ouch. was sick. But anyway, that's a little. So what, did you What's end that up playing out? again? It, 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 it was 35 it? to 1. Yeah, 35 to 1. So even 10 marks, you know, we get Three, whatever. 350. Yeah, for doing nothing. Yeah. Right. But uh, but no, so we lost. Obviously, we got our money and left. But but it was just that that story, man. And, then, and it's funny to look back at it. I, I'm not going to lie. I can't remember if he already had his money or I had mine. One of us was already cashed out. We could have very easily went over and put our money down, you know, but right. we were just waiting you for the other You needed someone one. to blame it. Exactly. Point. Right, right, <laughs> right. That, right. that poor that dealer. Um, but, but I swear to God, and, and, and they did because, like I said, it wasn't like it was packed. We're saying what we're going to do. Hey, we're going to cash out. We're going to put some money on MJ. Then we're going to work, yeah. you know. And uh, but anyway, that's just a little little stupid side note that. Um, but yeah, but back to my point with Blackjack. If you go over there and play by the book, you can swap spit all night for hours. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're doing 15, 25 a hand, you can go wish wash all night. Sure. You know, but I tell Enjoy people. Enjoy your night. Yeah, but I tell people, I'm like, look, if, if I got 20 and, and they got a four, don't get mad if I split. Right. <laughs> I'm just telling you, right, I'm here it. to gamble. You right, know? right. Yeah, some but people anyway. get a little butt hurt, but whatever. Yeah. But, uh, Matty Ice, uh, you got anything over there back, back till we get to the uh, Simplicity deal? No, I was looking for something on uh, uh, back to the horse racing thing. I can't find it, though. But years ago, Rachel, she doesn't anything like you're talking, but she likes when the derby comes. She loves oh, yeah. to go out there and put some oh, money coach, on Coach, by it. the way, side note, you weren't here. We're going to the derby next year. <laughs> 
I'm sure you've done it. Um, I hear he's going to show you this. So in the in the infield, is that where you always go? So I hear it's not as an enjoyable experience. Is it's just fucking insane? That's what I hear. The infield was fun twenty years ago. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) and and it could be fun today, but you're going to feel like crap for a whole week afterwards. Yeah. Now the infield, it says the infield. If you want to go to the derby, can be as tame and as insane as you want it to be. Yeah. Um. That's just like. You know, going on spring break. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, it gets hey, insane. Hey, you want to go to Gatlinburg? You want to go to Fort Walton or whatever? It's, right. You're, you're going right. to have two different there trips. You, that's it, right yeah, there. You got two um, different trips. What we normally do is I have family that train horses. So okay. that's kind of how I got grew up with horse racing. So we actually go to the backside for the derby. So we call it, we got the backstage pass. So actually this year when Rick Strike won the derby, I showed Tony, I actually made a video after the race. We get to take selfies with him, and we and horses don't get lice, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, we're good on that one. We got yeah. no lice on that. And, and coach, he had a rose from the blanket yes, holding it up. I even got a rose from the blanket. Nice. So nice. Yeah, it was cool. That um, is cool. Yeah, when, so, we, when we wrap up here, you gotta check that video out. Yeah, but, um, well, but anyway, what I was saying was she'll she'll put a little money on the derby or whatever, and she she won okay one time just out of Turfway, so she went out to collect her belongings, and we pull up next to this car Turfway. There's race tickets coming out of the ashtray. Oh, yeah. The vent. Like, it looked like one of those Amazon trucks. I mean, the tickets were literally blocking. And I'm like, he got a problem. motherfucker's got a problem. <laughs> got so a problem. She, she snapped a picture and posted it on Facebook. This was years ago. Yeah. I was trying to find it, but I'm not that smart on Facebook. But anyway, I was going to show it to you. But, oh, yeah. yeah that's pretty funny. Heavy duty right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so some of the comments were pretty funny, too. Oh, well, there's a winner in there somewhere. <laughs> Run the tickets. <laughs> so, um, PJ, before we get into the this other blah, this other endeavor that you picked up, is there anything else you want to talk about in the lice world, man? No, I but mean, what I'm saying is, there, please pr- promote whatever you we, want to promote. I mean, it's it's the good thing about headlights. So, like when I started my business ten years ago, you never really like, yeah, you want to grow your business, you don't know what you want to like, you just don't know, right? Uh, well, people that never started business for. When you start a business, you really you know where you want to go, but you, it's a lot. It's a big journey getting right. there. Um, now, when I first thought this is, ooh, I'm going to blow this up. I'm going to hire all these people. I'm going to have all this. And once I got into it, I'm like, that is not what I'm going to do, right? You know, because business-wise, you're thinking money, money, money. When you get into it, it's not so much money, money, money. It's more of well, money plus helping out people. Um, the downfall with the headlights industry is when it's, it has exploded in the last 15 years. What's happening is you're having a lot of these places pop up everywhere. The downfall is they're after the money, money, money. So what happens is they kind of hire whoever, right? So the added benefit of like me is I never treated or I've never hired anybody. So in 10 years, well, except for my wife. So in 10 years, I've literally treated roughly 12,000 people. So there's no one that has treated more headlights than me. So that's what makes me really valuable that I can teach all these people about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And that's so in the past 10 years, you know, starting out, the knowledge that I have gained from this is that's what makes me super valuable to, you know, if you Google me or, you know, and people are like, oh my God, he teaches you everything about because I'll, legit teach you the truth right and that's you know well it's relevant because like you just said and we'll stick with that number twelve thousand. 
it's not like you have an office with six other workers and right. maybe you've only done three thousand. Correct. You've seen <laughs> this is all twelve thousand. The best of but the that's best, just the worst of the me. worst. Angie's done more too now. Not quite as me, but right. that's what have my hands have been in all these heads. Like I can literally tell you anything about it. Don't so, worry, Rachel. I'm bold. <laughs> well, yeah, because we, we covered that. But you got that beard, though, bro. I don't know. Nah, don't, no no beards. Okay. Nah, the hair is different. Okay. People think that. Uh, so pubes. So, so there's no, no such thing as so, pubes. Well, no, let's say you get go. you got uh, you I'm got three. A fair t- <laughs> no, no, you do. That's it's a great a question because people ask. This. I was going to say you had to have somebody come in and say, "Look, it ain't. It, I ain't got syphilis. I got something." But well, we get it? we get some wild calls. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> so a head lice, you got you got and in humans, you got three types of lice. You got uh, head lice, which is it's head lice. Head lice is head lice. It won't live anywhere else except for your head. Okay. They're not in your house. They're not anywhere. They're in your head. Body lice, right? That's the other one. I've always heard of that. What right. is so body lice? Body lice looks a lot like head lice, but they play more of a bed bug where they'll live in your clothes and stuff like that. They'll come okay. feed out on you, but they don't live on you. Okay. And then the other is pubic lice. Those okay. are crabs. Um, they're built a little different than head lice because uh, the hair is different and navigation wise. This is going to sound crazy. I found them in people's hair before, and I have removed them. Um, but, yeah, it's a wild world out there. Yeah, that's crazy. So have you had anybody come in to you about pubic hair? Well, they call. They call. Well, so so what we, you know, we at, lice is pretty much a kid thing, right, because it's all interaction. Now adults can get it, but it's more likely kids. And who we work on is 90% elementary school girls. So when someone's calling and we're like, you know, do you have any kids? And they're not around kids. If they say no, we need to start asking a little bit more questions. Right. You know, now if you had some nieces and whatever, you're with some family, that's right. different. Right. But if you ain't doing none of that and you're talking about lice, then we got to start asking questions. Yeah. And then then it's like, well, I'll meet you down here. And it's like, you got to call the doctor. For yeah. That one. Well, I'll tell you, I've never watched it, but I've seen so many clips because, again, I don't do the Instagram, Snapchat. Sure. But I love house. Because he's kind of an ass. Uh-huh. That's what I love when people come in. He's like, so hold on. So you don't do this or this, but you got this. Something's not right. <laughs> yeah, right. You're not telling me something. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so yeah. So it's it, crazy. It is crazy. You do find some, very rarely will that happen, but it's happened. <laughs> All right. So and you guys may have covered this. This kind of sucks coming in late. Why and or how lice? How did I get there? Yeah. How do I become a professional nitpicker? Um, long story short, had a niece. So I went off to college, graduated Camel County. I liked the party. I was a party animal. That's when I met you. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there were some wild times. Um, so back when we graduated, we was taught if you do not go to college, you are not going to be successful. Right? right. I wasn't the college type, but I tried it. So I went down to UK for a little bit. I didn't go right after high school. It was a couple years, maybe a year or two. Went down there, and I was actually doing good, but I've been on my my own since I was 18, so this was getting really expensive for me, yeah. right? So I was trying to work at, like, FedEx home delivery. I was delivering packages, and I was getting running ragged. I didn't care for school, so I hightailed it back up to northern Kentucky, and I was like, bartending, this is great. So we started bartending, and once I hit my 30s, I was like, yeah, this ain't cut out for me anymore because the party's kind of winding down, right? See, the thing is, I don't have any kids. So when all my friends were 
at home parenting. I'm like, let's go out. With the, you know, we were still going. Uh, when 30s hit, started slowing down. I was like, I got to do something. I cannot be bartending the whole time. And about that time, I had a niece that had picked up lice. She has massive amounts of hair. So they were doing the whole treating to kill it, right? Well, they were containing it. But every three or four weeks, it was we got lice again, right? Long story short, started doing some research, found a place down in Atlanta, Georgia, reached out to them, corresponded back and forth. Next thing you know, I'm going down to Atlanta to be a net picker. If it don't work out, I can bartend in Atlanta. Yeah. Here we are 10 years later, it worked out. Well, actually, it's about 11, but I started Simplicity 2013, so the end of this year would be 10 years. So now um, this is usually uh, a Matty Ice follow-up. So with Angie, uh, how long have you guys been together? Oh, so we've been together for 18 years, 18, yeah. 19 years. I met her bartending. I was out at Rafferty's a long time ago, oh, early Rafferty's, 20s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's why I met her. Um, we've been together since about 24. Yeah, it's about 18 years. So um, um, so I, she, she was bartending for more line, you know, and then I started getting so busy to where I was like, I need to, I need help. Cause I was missing right. appointments. You know, it's, yeah. you know, once I get into two thir- 2013, 14, it was just me, you know, it, I didn't have much, but two years of me pounding the pavement, beating down doors, like I can get rid of lice, you know, and right. teaching parents. The big thing is in 2015, I had a parent up in Indian Hill find me and I went to the house and she's freaking out. The whole family had it, but I was able to knock it out. And she thought I was the best thing since Jesus. sliced bread. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, the great thing about this was word travels quick. She wasn't scared to talk about it. You know, Good people people think, "Oh, lice, Indian Hill, they ain't saying a word." That community up there, they tell everybody because they know you get it from your friends. You don't want to get it back. So if they don't, if they don't know they have it, you don't. So they talk. So that that mom, you know, shouted high and loud, "If your kid gets lice, I got a guy, Pete the lice guy, right?" right? And yeah. so when that was in the summertime, school started. I had notes that I give back to the, to the kids. So when they get sent home, they come in, I treat them here, give this to your nurse. I did it for two reasons. One to let them know they've been professionally treated. And two, I wanted them school nurses know someone was doing right. this. So that school nurse up at Indian Hill said, I don't know who this guy is, but whoever <laughs> the, all these kids coming back, man, they're clean. Good to go. Right. Yeah. And so she started printing off my stuff and handing it out. And obviously if you get in that community, you're pretty legit. Yeah. Right. And then that's when it started spreading like wildfire. 2018 is when I opened up my place. Um, but about 2016, I started we- weaning Angie. She was at Moorline House. Uh, I was like, I need help because I was missing appointments. And right. we make a lot more money than we right. are several Now, how far do you stretch out? When you, oh, uh, man. Like that, back in the day, yeah, I was going to – I've been to uh, Connersville, Indiana. Okay. Um, Dayton, Ohio, Ripley, Maysville. I'm, now that I have this – I've had people, and this is how crazy the lice industry is and all these places popping up. I had this lady. She didn't tell me till I was done. She flew here from DeKalb, Illinois, to have really? me to have me treated. She said she found me four months prior, and I said, you, you flew here? She said, this is how crazy it was. She said, I, I found a place 10 miles from my house. So well, she went there. Well, the problem is when these places, they started and they, they treat you by the hour, or they charge you by the hour. Right. Well, they not, you ain't going to tell them to hurry up because right. you want them to get. Right. So they take their sweet time that that they charge that lady over a thousand dollars. They never got river lies. So 
she knew about me because she said she'd done a ton of research, and, and I guess she just really Initially came up, yeah. She said it was cheaper for her and her daughter to round-trip fly here, get treated, than it was to go 10 miles from her house. Isn't that crazy? That is, that's what's mind-blowing. I mean, that's crazy. I right. think of all the shit but, we spoke about, that's but, probably crazy. But this is the head lice industry. I could blow your mind. Like The head lice industry is all about prey on your panic, keep you dumbed down because you are big dollars. Kind of like if COVID? you're if well, <laughs> well, take it well, out of my mouth, coach. Well, it, well, it's kind of like you know they don't want you to be healthy because you ain't they ain't making well, money off well, you. Well, well, what's that meme about a doctor? If you heal a patient, you lose a patient. That's it. So, but in my aspect, where I turn that around is I teach you the truth, and you're like, oh my god, I opened your eyes. Well, guess what? That is advertising for me because all these moms now go tell their friends like this dude tells you the truth. And that's yeah. all it is. That's it. Yeah. I teach them the truth. I show them how to do it. My whole goal is I don't need repeats. There is that much lice out there that right. I just need referrals. So I teach it's you and those moms. Kind of you know, right. like coaching, right? Coach the right that's way. It. Be honest and fair. Everybody will come. That so is come. it. They'll beat down your door. And so, so break break that down, though. Are these people, this lady in particular in Illinois, are those people doing the same thing you are? They're, just so, at a different cost structure? What differentiates you? What differentiates me is I've been doing it for so long, and then I guess it would be the process. Of yeah. By me not hiring anybody, I care more. Right. So, like, I don't know exactly what their process is. Right. But, like, we do the follow-up. So, like, if we do a follow-up with you and we find it again, we're going to do it again. Well, yeah. We will make sure. And that's where, you know, you you get when, when you have the small business that care versus dollars and employees yeah that's really what it then that's what was the benefit of me not hiring anybody and that's why i won't so that's where i'm geared towards this past 10 years of where i've built my credibility now i'm launching my head lice kit got it and because i want to show people this is what i use this is how i do it now what's crazy about the head lice kit people are like there's three reasons why people can't get rid of head lice one, they're trying to kill it. Two, they don't have the right tools. And three, if they've never done it before, they don't know how. So what I actually did is I reached out to a former client. I paid them $500 to let me give their kid lice. The kid had to have it for a month. I hired a production company, and we filmed step-by-step step what I actually do. So when you get our, our head lice kit, you get everything that we use, every comb, the spray, everything down to the cape and the plastic bag to put the lice in. The difference with this kit is you have a QR code. You scan it with your phone or iPad, and they will unlock two videos. One, me teaching you about lice, how your kid gets it, what to do to your home, and the other one walks you step-by-step how to break down the hair and take it out. Then the added benefit is we don't use any chemicals, so we talked about that, that you can treat kids of any age. So when people treat head lice, they're doing it wrong. They get the public. They focus on killing. What makes a lice company so successful is we're removing it. It not, has nothing to do with killing because they're parasitic. What kills them is you taking them out. Makes sense? Yeah. It's like a fish out of water. You take the fish out of water, it's going to die. You take lice away from blood, they're going to die. You're after the eggs. The lice industry doesn't want you to know that. They want you to think you have to kill the bugs because that's what everyone's worried about. Now, what happens is... When you treat and you get the bugs out, 
But if that treatment doesn't kill the eggs, the eggs will hatch, and then two to three weeks down the road, you got lice again. Now you're going to think that you didn't clean your home good enough. But what really happened is you never got the eggs out of your hair, and the treatment never killed it. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. And then so what the head lice industry makes you believe is it's your fault. You didn't clean your home good enough, and that's why they sell you all your sprays for the home. Now how they get away with that is on the sprays, it will say kills lice and bed bugs. The thing is, lice don't live in your home, but the public doesn't know that. So this is where they get geared on treating somewhere and not focusing on someone. So I just tried to teach you, once you understand how they work, right. it has nothing to do with cleaning and bagging everything up. You have to get the eggs out of the air, and that's what everyone's problem. Now, when you buy the lice kits, the combs that they give you in the kits, they're garbage. So you don't get all the eggs out. But when they come back in three weeks... You're not thinking it was the kit. You didn't clean your home good enough because that's what your school nurse told you. Uh, Make sense? Oh, yeah. And then, so guess what? You're probably going to go spend three, four, five hundred dollars $500. A lot of people that finally call us, they're one to three months into this. Like, what is going we on? We can't get it to get like, away. What, what the, what the right. hell is going on? This is insane. And that's Groundhog Day for me every day. Wow. It's insane. So that's why I created the kit is I don't want to hire people. So by doing that, I limit myself to making money, right? Now, people are already trying to treat it themselves. My whole thing is if some guy that's bartended and never done hair can build a business in 10 years removing head lice, what is he doing? Like, what is he doing to treat lice? Right. He don't use any chemicals. What's this dude doing? Well, here, I'll show you. The downfall is I make it look so simple that people don't believe it. Yeah. They don't believe it's that they easy. Think it's a scam. They're like, yeah. no way. But when people come in, they're like, I just sing your praises because you tell them the truth. It's not right. the scary thing. It's right. when you learn about it, it's like, it's just, you got lice, whatever. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, that shirt's money. That's a market. That's uh, I mean, a marketing I mean, genius. When you were thought, I mean, you were, we were brought some for the podcast, right? Well, right. Well, see, so what I, kind of I what about, kind of I comments? About that, but I didn't have any new ones. When, when so you, I got you. I got when you. When you walk around in public with that on, what kind of right. comments do you get? I mean, because well, that's marketing genius, and and because Prompt's tight and he won't buy us any cameras for for the for the audience. It's too much. It editing, says, but now that we got PJ, we can do it. Though. Much like got milk, it says got lice question mark right and so it's black and all white lettering so it's, it's marketing genius it pops at you we're gonna now, take a picture for the face now what the, the best part of this is when you're walking by if you if we're walking by on the street you're gonna see my shirt like what right the hell and you're gonna turn around right yes did you see what's on the back i have not it says scan me it's got a qr code sheet you're right to my website there it is <laughs> there it is that's gonna be the so, two so so that's where it comes in i changed all my we, we kind of went into this but when COVID came, it destroyed the lice business because of social distancing. Okay. So I lost a lot of my contacts. I've dropped 80%. Like, now everyone's back together. Here come right. lice. Election day's around the corner, though. Well, it could be getting a little crazy. Well, We're not going there, but anyway. No, right. <laughs> uh, so so what happened is when I, got, I wanted to go get back into these schools, right, it's hard to pick up a following for head lice, right? Now, you can learn a little hobby with sports and taking pictures and videos. Then that's where you get a lot of followers. So what I did is I changed all my personal social media to Pete the Lice Guy, right? It's catchy. Pete the Lice Guy. You got Bill the Night Science right, Guy. You got right. Pete the Lice Guy. Right. So what I do is I go to all these school events, and I'll take pictures. I'll build them hype videos. 
And next thing you know, I put it out there, but I hashtag everything Pete the Lice guy. The kids love it, but then the parents message me, tell me more about this lice. Right. So it's instead of me, I don't, I'm not, I've been 10 years into it. I'm not paying Facebook and Google no more money for ads. I just go pound the pavement, have fun with it, and yeah. promote myself that way. Love it, man. Yeah. Love it. It's awesome. So the kid, the kids love it, yeah. right? Build yeah. the cool videos. and Yeah. So sometimes you'll see, like tonight, I'll probably wear this out at Ryle. What? You got nothing but kids? Right. Volleyball girls? Who's the guy? Life guy. <laughs> so I was there. I was at Ryle last night watching the volleyball, and uh, I had a mom come up, and she's like, I didn't have this shirt on. I was just normal. She's like, you're Pete the Lice guy. And I just chuckled because it's funny. How the hell would you ever come up with Pete the Lice guy? But she said, I saw your pictures. And I'm like, "There's that's got to be the same guy. She's like, you traded my daughter five years ago. And I'm like, that's awesome. She's like, yeah. we were so freaked out. And she's like, we ain't had it since. And we ain't even worried about it. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, you know, you teach them the truth. And I got some lady at a school event like, you saved my life five years ago. No, I didn't really save her life. I right. just taught her the truth. Yeah. Right? Well, well, That's and, all it is. And this is a good segue, but you talked about somebody at a school event because now you're doing something completely different than you did five years ago. You're there taking pictures and videos of, of the ninth region uh, semifinal volleyball championship. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so let's talk about that. We talked about it a little earlier, and I know you had mentioned uh, you got the camera, but I remember – uh, at least at the softball field, the first time you were doing some stuff and you made a couple cool videos, like like when Kate well, got drilled. That all started like that. with your team. That's right, baby. Never forget. Yeah. Never so, forget. So how that all came about is uh, granddaughter played softball for you. Yeah. And uh, I would go to the games, and I always like watching videos and stuff, and the kids love them. So I would just start filming with my little cell phone through the fence hole. And then I'd go back and just try to, you know, put little – I go back and look at them now. I'm like, God bless. These are horrible. But I thought I was doing really good at the time. And the ones I'm building now, I'm sure I'll look back in three years like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? But that's really what it's what it spurred from. And then uh, fast forward, COVID hit, right? I had a lot of free time. So I was like, well, I kept, you know, even though the world shut down, this is the fascinating thing about sports. The softball world in Indiana did uh, not shut down. <laughs> no, it did it. not. We found it. The so, lobbies were open. So, well, when yeah. you went to Indiana and walked into the softball park, you were on your own island. Of right. COVID didn't exist there. Uh, so when I had all this free time, so COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise for me because 2019, the busiest year, that summer I had Memorial Day off, July 4th off, and Labor Day. That's it. So I was missing so much family time, ball time, right? So when COVID did come and I had no time, nothing to do, I was always going to the games and they were so much fun. Which I, makes sense because you were there quite a bit. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm missing all this. I'm for work. Come on, and I gotta, I gotta reprioritize towards my life. Yeah. Um, so that's when I was doing the videos, and then I was like, what if I got a good camera? Right, she's getting older, getting into high school. Let's get a good camera and then see what we can do. And then I needed to practice because I didn't know. I still don't even know what I'm doing. People are like, "You're great," and I'm like, "I don't even know what I'm doing yet." Yeah. <laughs> the the best thing was practice. So I put out on Facebook before the you know I did some basketball out for Timmy Sullivan. You know, just trying to practice because you know 
But then football season hit, and I just put in the Facebook group, hey, anybody want their kid film? I'll come out and do it. Some lady respond. I put out the video, and I think I've been to every high school game, you know, every right. week since then. And now yeah. now this weekend, so this is, this is what's crazy, how it blew up. So I've done volleyball Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Doing it again tonight for the finals. Tomorrow, Ryle and Cuff Cath, and then I got three Super Bowls. Uh, Saturday and Sunday for yeah. Pee Wee's. Oh, I'll see you there. You gonna be at Connor? I will be at Connor. I'll see you out there. What, what, Dixie what, Youth, eleven what? o'clock. Are you gonna be there? I have to spectator. I, 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 I mean, I'll be out there, but I don't know what time. I'll Coach, be on the hey, mic. They eliminated. Oh, I'll be on the mic. Hey, what you do? And you're good at your craft. Get a pitcher. Uh, good night. Get pitcher. Yeah, pitcher. Little pitcher. Pitcher. I don't know what that is. Pete picture, Pete picture. Okay, get a picture of uh, the speaker and then zoom up to the press box. I got you. And there you got him is. and put okay. hashtag eliminated. Bad That's coaching. Right. Oh Out. man. Oh man. He's a dick. The <laughs> low blow there. <laughs> now nah, he knows I'm picking. I think he's keeping hot. Nah, but I've seen those videos. They're awesome. And for the listeners, you know, most people are connected to Facebook. Check out the Northern Kentucky. Um, what NK. The high school page. Oh, yeah. Yes. Football, Videos. baseball, basketball. It all just put NKY man. and then the sport. Yeah. yeah. Check yeah. out the so, page. And, so, you know, it does a nice job even. Sorry to cut you off, but it does a nice job even getting out to the lower, I'm just going to say it, the lower echelon teams. Yeah. You know, he's doing Ludlow and Dayton. He's giving all right. the kids love, and those videos are super cool, man. Yeah, so that – the big schools get all the coverage. Right. Right. And when I put that out there, of course, you know, people are like, oh, some dude's just going to come out and film. Well, I can make it a little bit better than what most people can make a video. So that's really cool when, like, the lady from Dayton, you know, reached out. And I was thinking, oh, hell, I never – I mean, I've been to Dayton, but I've never been to a Dayton football game. I didn't even know where the stadium was. Um, so I go out there and film it. When you put that tape out for that ki- that that community, they appreciate it so much yep. more because they ain't getting nothing like that. Like, they're not getting any coverage. So that makes me feel real good to, you know, go promote the Ludlow and the Dayton's right. and, and, and whoever because they don't get the love. Well, hey, I've always said it, and like you said, a spade to spade, Newport, Bellevue, Dayton, Ludlow, you give them people love, they'll give it back. Well, they're they'll real people. Real, they're they're real, real people. You right, know, and right. a lot of times they might feel disrespected, right, right? just because, yep. but they're rough, you right. know. Yeah. that's But that's how we grew up. That's right. how we grew that's up. We grew up. Right. And maybe that's where, like with me and maybe being bartender and just how, like, you know, I didn't have the mother and father of childhood. I had important coaches in my life that if they weren't there, I don't know if I'd be sitting here. Probably won't be doing this podcast. No, <laughs> I might be like on a court. You'd be outside I'd for like 45 the, minutes a day. I'd be we'll on. Call you in. <laughs> right. We got but, a call from an inmate. You know, one, like, two, three, six, seven. Right. right. So, like, you know, when I grew up, mom died when I was a little kid. My dad, he was, you know, he wasn't around much. But I had real important people in my life. Um I had uh, Del Haynes. I don't know if you know him from Out oh, Boone yeah. County, boy. That he he was my dad's uh, best friend. He was my buddy's best friend. It was his dad, and uh, he was my pee wee coach. He pretty much you know raised me up as from third grade on. Then uh, eighth grade, that how I ended up out Campbell County is I ended up moving in with my sister. Well, I didn't really have much supervision there, right? right. It was you know granted my sister, but. Uh, I was getting pretty buck wild, but the right. man of the coach buck wild. That's fucking awesome. Coach Gats and Coach, coach Mike money. Wolf really like that. Uh, they helped me. They don't. They don't really know what they did for me, 
but they they really changed. Well, my I promise life. you, I'll send this podcast to both of them when they listen. Yeah. They listen. Well, they Mike, now I, I reconnected with uh, Mike Wolf out because he's the AD out right. at Ryle, right. and uh, when he went out there because well, he was coaching out at Campbell. Yep. So uh, reach out with him. I actually get you know hang out with him quite a bit now. So that yeah. that's always you know kind of see it go full circle. You know, yep. me and him was talking. He's like, you don't understand how happy this makes me that you reached out and here you are like promoting his team and just he's like i love everything you're doing you promoting all these schools and i'm like you know people are like well pete the lice guy i'm like yeah instead of paying google or facebook let me go have right. fun you know my life's a little different i don't have any kids my wife's a little older you know i don't drink we don't go out and party what else am i going to do right. uh let's go have the front seat at the best game in the exactly. house this week. Right. <laughs> Make well, cool pictures. And next thing you know, I start building my social media following. The kids are like, thank you so much for the pictures. These are amazing. And they like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, just to rewind, uh, first thing is, um, like you had mentioned about um, Coach Wolf and Coach Gatz, like I can't imagine, and I say this because I'm still young. Now, mind you, I had my first class in Newport that I coached, you know, 2002, sure. 2003. But, like, I see those guys all the time, and it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. You know, and I don't care to talk about it. I had the newport Newcath game. I don't want to mention his name, but but a fellow I coached at Newport who's down there now, you know, we were on the field half an hour beforehand, came up, gave me a hug, yeah. and we, we, we did have a moment. We got emotional. He's like, man, I'll never forget everything you taught me. That's why I'm doing this. You know, like, and, and I say this because I'm young. Could you imagine Coach Wolf and Coach Getz? They've coached Tw- 10 times more people years, than right. I will, than right. I've ever coached. Right. You know, and, and then I will give a shout out to Chip here because that's Chip Gregg. That's what he always said. He's like, there's nothing better. And I'm sure teachers are in the same boat, right? There's nothing better when you see a former student or athlete, whether it's five years down the road, and I can't imagine 20, 30 years down the road, you know, when they come yeah, up and right. just give you a compliment or thank you. Uh, because, and at the end of the day, like cops and, 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 and and teachers and coaches, you know, it's not for the money, obviously. No. Nobody does it. But, uh-uh. you know, just when you hear that stuff, it makes you feel good. That's why but, they um, do it. And, and that's first and foremost. But the second thing, like you had mentioned about doing that, and I think we've joked about it, that's why I joke about officiating. You know, besides I have a passion for it, but you got the best seat in the house. The best like, seat. The best seat in the <laughs> house. Like, 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 awesome. man, people don't even understand. I'm like, man, this is great. Like, yeah. you know, the, the volleyball. People, right. well, I didn't even understand. The D one players that we even have in this area—that's unreal. How good these girls are! Yeah, like you go up and see how hard these girls are hitting this ball. Yeah. It is unbelievable. Like right. the, I, we need to do a lot of job of promoting the girls' sports because man, ha- having that talent here and no one even really known nope. about it's kind of mind blowing. Well, hey, and I am tooting my horn here. The first year they had the girls' state championship up here at Northern, I was very fortunate enough to work it. You didn't. You wouldn't. You didn't know a goddamn thing. It was up here. Think right. about it. I know. The biggest state right. tournament in the world. I'm sorry, in the state, not right. the world. Right. The biggest state tournament in the state that isn't in Lexington or down at Western or any other and school. No one even knows. Is it Northern? And nobody. I shouldn't say nobody. Right. Twenty percent of people in Northern Kentucky knew about it. Yeah. Any other place, or if it was boys or something, they'd be banners, right? You know, like on, you know, yeah. on the street signs. No, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, nobody knew nothing. That's it. Nobody knew nothing. Right. But, um, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's I will crazy. say this, God rest his soul. Excuse me. Mel Webster from Browser who passed away a few years ago. He he was he was without a shadow of a doubt. And I, and I, I am going to plug something for the listeners because it does seem like we have a um, 
a pretty steady uh, group of listeners. Like I told you, sports moves the needle. Four of our top five podcasts besides the Beverly Hills are all sports related. Yeah. Uh, and granted, your life thing sure. isn't, but we're talking about sports now. No, Somebody's going to hear it and they're going to send it to somebody else. Sure. But um, they are doing a thing for Mel Webster now, who is out browser forever. Um, they're doing a thing for the girls fast pitch. They're going to have a tournament. You know, so that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but he had done so much uh, for girls sports. I mean, it's gonna I mean, be a high school yeah, thing. Yeah, or? high school thing. Yeah, okay, uh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, Milt had reached out, and uh, not to me, but just in general, he reached out. Uh, them and Browser's going to get together, and um, they're going to have like a girls, just like the old baseball. They have all the blank memorial, right. blank memorial, and they're going to do something sure. for him because. Uh, like I said, he's done a, a, a crap load. He, well, he's the one that got the uh, Hall of Fame thing going for Northern Kentucky. But for girls sports, man, like he was the one downstate, kind of like your political guy with with, with all the boxes yeah. and fighting. Like, no, we got to do this. Right. right. He you didn't know, just and, sit back and bitch about right. it. Like he did yes. something that, about then, it. That's what yeah. we need more yeah. of. Someone yeah. doing uh, some shit. He was also a big component of the All-A. You know, for these smaller schools yeah. that can't win the Give region. them a shot. Exactly. Yeah. So, man, and, and that's the thing, I, and, and I know this is a side note for this podcast, but, uh, we, you know, we got to get people on just to uh, commemorate all the stuff that Mel has done. Sure. But, uh, but to your point, though, yes, uh, girls sports, and I'll say this, and, and I know Matt, Matt and I is going to talk about this, but you could talk about it because with Aubrey, um, you know, down at Pendleton, obviously, they're in a, I think they're in a tougher region, but at the end of the day, they're one of the better teams. But just to make it out of there, uh, and with Highlands making it to the state tournament, um, you know, because it's the girls. Now here in Fort Thomas, it was a big deal. Yeah. You know, it was awesome. But eh, Outside of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and now, I, and I think it's relevant when you look at the, the, the big boy teams. Sure. Obviously, the Ryle, Cooper, Connors, and um, um, uh, who am I mixing? Ryle, Cooper. Ryle Cooper, Connor Boone, a fast pitch. You know, Ryle Cooper, Connor Boone, which that's murderer's row out there, and you throw in Highlands and maybe Notre Dame and Dixie. Yeah, so you have those eight schools. Besides that, the other the other nine schools didn't care. They don't care. Right, right. You know, but uh, but anyway, but no, you're right, man. A volleyball, it's a thing in our area. Because uh, I joked with you earlier about uh, back in the day when I was in school when Newport played Notre Dame, what that was. <laughs> but uh, but you know it's always been here, and, and and it's crazy. Like you said, we got girls going to Power Five Division One schools. Uh, Mon- and nobody knows yeah, about it. Monsters. Nobody knows about I, I, it. There's a Dixie girl, and I always say that. Well, yeah, you, you, should. You, you, you always promote buzz, Dixie. You, you always buzz my ass about being on Dixie's why, nuts. Why? <laughs> Get off Dixie's nuts. Why? That's what he always says. Why anyway. you don't bust my ass or promote Newport when we have something? <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. But no, she apparently she went to Florida State. Wow. And right. volleyball. Right. See? Didn't know. Well, I had no idea. Right, no idea. My daughter told me. I'm right. Like, she's like, I yeah, know. It's mine. By, we got all this volleyball talent yeah. up here. And, but and, my mind's blown. When I'm going to go to these games, I'm like, this is unbelievable. We have more access to getting knowledge out than we've ever had before. Ever. And ever. it's not there. No. And it's not there. Think no. about that. It's it, and that's why, like, when I, I didn't really, because I never really paid attention. Now I start doing this and putting right. them out there. I'm like. Damn, they ain't really buddy ain't doing this. Right. I mean, now if you're paying them, they gotta do it. But right. you well, know, someone just to go. So what kind of crowd do they have at those games? Oh, dude, the picture that's all. Oh, packed. last night. What's well, yeah. it right? Oh. The whole lower bowl's filled. Well, it, last night the top was filled too. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying in general, uh, it, like okay. the lower oh, bowl. Oh, it well, last night <gasps> well, it was. I mean, the best talent was on the floor last night was unbelievable. S- S- St. Yeah. Henry Notre Dame. St. Okay. Henry Notre Dame, and the matches they were unbelievable. Now I'm not. Up to par on all the vo- volleyball knowledge, so. But that last I don't know set, shit. it ends at twenty five, and you got to win by two. And the last set, they won in. The, it was like thirty five, thirty five at one point. Like, I was even a- veteran 
volleyball know-it-alls were like, wow. And if they're saying, wow. Yeah. Like, you don't even – I sit down my camera and just watch because I want to be in the moment. This is amazing how good these girls are. So to your point, and then, you know, remember I I, I introduced you to my buddy Alan Friday night. And then my buddy Bob Bob and Ted were there. And when they're posting – this is probably the best volleyball game I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm a rookie to all this, and I'm so like, th- that was the semis yeah. and the finals, finals are tonight. tonight. So yeah. he's leaving here soon, probably. Yeah, probably he here. got he got Ryle and uh, Notre Dame. Now Notre Dame's they the say, favorite. Probably. Yeah, they're yeah. big favorites. That's fine. I mean, but it's no. what it is. Yeah, but you never know. Right, R- Ryle. I mean, the the one girl from Holy Cross. She she already signed with Washington. Yeah, she's that, a uh, junior. I can't think of her name. Yeah, she plays basketball as well. She's a uh, the Hunt girl. Yeah, Hunt. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, when her sister that was her last game. She's a oh. senior. She's going to Marshall. Like it is. I mean, right. these right. right. And so I mean, Ryle beat them. They ain't going to Tennessee, they, Martin. <laughs> they're they're real deal. They right. they're as as big as me, as tall as me, and they can jump through the gym. It is unbelievable. Yeah. People don't. And, and you know, I was like, how did I not know all this was going on before? Because just to go out and support your commute, to go to the, that game last night, to watch the D one talent. These girls are going D one. Right. right. It was like watching a a, a big time college game. Yeah. It was awesome. Wow. Well, I'll tell yeah, you one. I'm not an ignorant person. Had no idea. <laughs> right. Well, right. Well, I, yeah. I would have no well, idea. Well, I'll tell you a prime example. Uh, hang on. I respectfully, I knew it was good, but like you said, I've never been to one. Sure. Since high school. But I'll tell you a prime example. When, when old boy came up from Florida, was it Beachwood? That's front page news. The, the football player. Oh, and everybody yeah, yeah. loves him. Like you said, now we got Division One girls going places. These girls are D1. If, and, you know, but, if, but if it wasn't for people like you and, and please... All my photography friends. <laughs> They're you know, like, I, you better announce me. I know. You know I love you guys. I love every single one of you. But you, Dale, Don, Bob, Jackson, Ted Jackson, and Alan Ramsey, those are my five main guys. I love watching yeah. them guys, man. They've done, They're, they're money, good. Dude. Yeah, and, them uh, dudes are good. Um, but what I'm saying is if it wasn't for them putting it out there, think about it. What would you have? Well, and see, a lot of it is, well, nothing against them, a lot of them dudes are getting older. Right. Right. So they might not be around as much. Exactly. Right. Where's everybody at? Now you're seeing a lot of kids with cameras and right. stuff because this is getting, yeah. you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, social media, I'm going to make hype tapes and stuff. That shit's hard. Right. And you get, you better know it, it's hard. Like you want to learn. If you don't want to learn, they'll make it. And then I hope it's not a fad that fizzles out because right. it, it's pretty cool what these people are putting out. These videos are insane. Yeah. All these, there's some creative, but you hope it keeps coming, you know, because like you said, now is the time that we have so much accessibility to, to broadcast right. these kids. Right. Like, right. There's never been a more better time than you can click a button and go, everyone can see you. Yep. And you're, you're right. We just, we're not there. So I saw you at the Dixie Beachwood game, which was the game of the week for some reason. Didn't end up being that. <laughs> right. Did not end up being. So your device, if I'm correct here, it's much, it's not anything like some of the guys Tony's talking about. They're taking still frames. Well, You're holding something here, and again, we don't have cameras because pump's tight and we'll buy them. But you're holding something like down here. Well, so like what you're talking about, I that is a uh, there's all kinds of different devices out there for your camera. Okay. Now, what I actually at that game, I just do all handheld, so I didn't put my thing in any device. I do have devices like at Ludlow, I'll have a gimbal that takes a lot of shake out of it. Um, but as far as like when the game's going, a lot of people will put their kind of thing on the low tripod that mm-hmm. really take the shake. 
I'll just go freehand. Gotcha. Um, I'll probably do tripod, but there's a lot of moving around. I'm just trying to get really good at freehand because um, when you can get good at that. Then gotcha. I don't know anything about it, but I was just kind of watching. And there was a line of guys that were there that night. Oh, yeah. And there was definitely another younger fella. Yeah, that you were talking to that looked yeah, like one, he was doing something very similar to you. Yeah, not on. I didn't see his final oh, product. He, he got a lot. But, he, got, he got a lot. He got a lot of toys. Yeah, that, that, uh, he had drones going. Yes, yeah, yes, he yeah. Had, he, there's he, a drone he, going up. I'm like, yeah, he got. He's got the drones. He's got cages. He, he and that's what's good about going and you know doing these games because you meet these guys. Learn and and then you know you build a little community. Like how I actually got into it was when COVID hit. Australia got shut down big time. Well, I found this dude on his uh, sports videographer up out of uh, Australia. Well, he couldn't do anything. So what he did was build a YouTube channel showing people how to do it. And that's how I kind of learned a lot. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's just like, remember when I introduced you to Alan at the fo- at the uh, Cooper Highlands football game? Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I saw some of your volleyball stuff. Like, you know, just right. putting the yeah. face with the name. Sure, and yeah. Pete the Lice guy and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, seriously, like, it's yeah. funny, but it's the truth. Hey, it's ringing name and... Kids like pics and videos. Yeah. All right. So um, we could talk about that for hours. But what I do have on my notes here is uh, the. Um, Can you so, read? Well, no, no, no. I have two <laughs> things. So, no, I want to talk about. I, I want to go back to Angie here for a sec. Yeah. So first and foremost, when 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 you had mentioned her about, hey, I, I need your help here. How, how'd that go over with her? Was she cool? Was it a conversation? Did you have to convince her or what? Well, no, because, you know, she's living with me at that, you know. So when I come home from these lights, and, you know, I'm kind of crazy, I'll show her all the lies. So, you know, by the time we got into that point, she done seen it, been around it, yada, yada, yada. Um, she was looking at it as a business standpoint, like, heck, yeah, I, I want to do this, grow the business. We're going to make a lot more money than I am going to serve beers and fries. Right. Right. And then you get treated a lot lot better by the people right believe it or not you know if you're a server sometimes people don't treat you so well yeah when you're removing bugs from their kid's head they think you're god's gift right, <laughs> right. right. So you, right. no matter how rich they are they love you yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so so to follow up with that and then i hope this transits in trans good night guys i swear to god i haven't been drinking him coach D- All right. hey, listen listen yeah y'all y'all this is on the record here hour by the way we're hour and three minutes in on top of what we already did isn't that oh, crazy yeah. It gets away. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So y'all remember this, and I've told you this, Matt, and I'm telling you this now. Huh? Something's wrong up here. Like, uh-huh. I, I know, but I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling Kelly, like, I've had a stroke. I've had something wrong where I can't talk. Something's not right. But anyway, we'll, we'll get back to that. So what I have in my notes here, hopefully this transitions into this. I have our work ethic, and then I have being gone. So the reason why I want to bring up Angie about the, um, which, by the way, love her to death, uh, and granted, it sucked that you weren't there, but the year we were out of town and it was just her with us, it was pretty cool. Oh, you know what I'm know. saying? Like, just I miss them trips. I know, man. I know. That's what sucked. I'm like, man, I wanted to go. And she was like, cool. we having so much fun. I am yeah. picking lines. Sending you pictures and shit. <laughs> See, yeah. then that's what's funny because, you know, now I'm 10 years in. My buddies are like, oh, you lived a life. You got your own business. Oh, yeah. I work about 90 hours a week. Well, that's what I'm getting at. So let's wrap up with Angie first. So you just answered my first question. But my second question how does she feel with you being gone? Because this is going to segue into our work ethic. Bro, okay. we, we've been together 18 years. She loves when this I'm out good. of the house. She She's going to get the hell she out of here and go. Yeah. She yeah. needs a break. Well, well you got to think, you know, we work together. Now, we don't, we're not side by side all day long. So how it kind of works is I wake up transitioning into your work ethic. 
And you know, because I text you about 4 o'clock in the morning. But. For those that don't know, I work third shift. He knows right. I'm up. Yeah. Right. Well, it don't matter if you're in bed. I'm still going to text, text you. People get pissed off, man. Why you text me? Wake up. Right. It's time, <laughs> hey, it's time to like go, bro. Turn your phone on vibrate then. Shit. Right. <laughs> but so that's what I do. I, I wake up about 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, you know, give or take. What I do now is at that time, I'll probably start editing if I can. Um I try to start taking lice appointments as early as 7 a.m. So I try to get up to the office about 5.30, 6 o'clock, get going. If I have early appointments, cool. If not, then I can do edit pictures, whatever, whatever I got going on at the time. Start taking lice appointments um, about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, whatever they come in. And then I'll do that to about mm, 11 o'clock. Now, people are like, oh, you spoiled. You take three-hour lunches. The reason I take three-hour lunches is because I like to. I, I need to work out for my mental health. Like, if I don't work out, I start getting depressed, and it's just a big thing I play in my head, and I go, right. I go insane. Gotcha. I'm getting older. I can't lift a lot of weight. So, well, I can, but I'm going to get hurt, and I ain't doing that to myself anymore. So, I found a new program. It's at Fort, White, Fort Wright CrossFit. So, I'm throwing it out there, throwing a plug. The gym's fantastic, but they have this programming that's more cardio-based, but they throw barbell work in there. So awesome. that is the only time they have it at 12 o'clock. So I have rearranged my schedule to go to this class. Now, Angie herself, she's not a morning person. So I get up early, go do the early appointments. Now, if we have uh, big families coming in, then, you know, she'll come up and help. We, you know, we'll just work through that. Noontime, we'll go meet at the gym together. And then she'll take the late shift. So when people are like, dang, you got all this time at two, three, four. Well, you don't understand. I've been up working since four people, o'clock. Yeah. You've been sleeping. People understand that. Right. right. So, that, so, so when you see like all these posts of me eating ice cream and this, everyone's like, do you even work? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I work. The day. Yeah, right. Yeah. So now I'm, you know, that's, so now if we got big families that coming in, then I'll shoot back up to the salon or do whatever. And, and then, but it's, so we don't work together. 24 7 there's a lot of like split time but you know we've been together for 18 years so you know she's like yeah go on go do your thing go well, have fun to your point that's what i joke with everybody and, and i'm being sarcastic here but it's the truth like y'all joked earlier when we took a break when matt showed up on his plane is that how because uh, we just had an anniversary and matt has how long we've been together so that's what i tell everybody if i haven't worked third shift for the past 20 years me and kelly would have problems <laughs> just like everybody fucking else yeah. and the difference between me and kelly are we we'll tell you that yeah. we ain't like these motherfuckers like they got license don't want to talk about it right. we'll tell you if i didn't work third shift and we weren't high by and right. we were bumping heads all right. day it'd be a problem sure uh but, but anyway you just gotta yeah. find that person that can, yeah. that can live with your craziness right, right. you know right. You, you so, so of all the stuff we talked about that's why i have it down my notes here you, you mentioned your office so where is your office located so i got an office on uh ward's corner road it's up by milford it okay. says loveland but it's not loveland it's all jacked up it's right off 275 so from here you're looking like 25 minutes from your well, house, I just, I just put that down there because i don't think we've ever mentioned that. just curious yeah. how'd you land on that just because uh, well, you're a Northern Kentucky guy, right? Right. A lot of, and then what's crazy is Northern Kentucky people, man, they think crossing that bridge, they're going to a third world country. So I get right. a lot of people that freak out, like, "What do you mean you're in Ohio?" Right. Right. Um, how I ended up with that is when I started, blew up in Indian Hill. Yep. I blew up uh, up there in Mason, uh, Westchester, all those places. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie, and I'm not politically politically correct. They got a shit ton of cash, right? They can pay to get rid of the problem, right? Now. 
I also do a lot of free work too, so it's not like I don't help people out. But up there, they got lice. They they're going to pay to have it right. done. Now around me, I have Indian Hill, um, Milford, Blue Ash, Blue Ash, Montgomery, Kenwood. right? Kenwood, all those places. That's Twenty all. minutes away, I have Mason, Lakota, uh, Liberty Township. Yeah. You're 25 minutes, even though right. you're in Kentucky. Right, you're literally like I live in off the Taylor Mill exit. I only live 25 minutes from right. there, but I offer in home, so I right. can come to your house. So right. the people that are scared to drive, right? I but now I just want I just wanted to mention you the plug to the address because I don't think we plugged it earlier, right? You know that's all you. that was. Well, I wanted to plug that we did it in home too. No, 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 you <laughs> right. did both, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. We said that. No, you, oh, you yeah, that's yeah. Right. You had mentioned. I got you. You had mentioned there's there's two prices if you want me to oh, come. Oh yeah yeah, 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 Say, yeah. hey, coach, I got you, coach. Come no, on, I man. Got you. Hey, you so, know what you need? You need you a drink, bro. So do you. Hey, I need to get up the hey, like an huh? elephant, bro. I just, man, I heard, I remembered do, it. Do you just have a backlog that's just, just as long as ever, or is it just, is it daily calls, or is it, is it just, well, so it's, I mean, it's, just so overwhelmed, or I mean, sometimes it gets that way. Yeah. Um, is there any downtime, or is it just, I mean, well, is it pretty? Well, before COVID, it was, it was insane, insanely busy. Yeah. Uh, just because you've grown so much, that's a lot. Why I don't advertise anymore. Uh, online because i am busy right I, yeah I, i'm i don't want to turn business away but um that's why i'm not hiring anybody because i'm all about quality and not quantity yeah so right. listen hey, i work there chef i can come up and help you out from like 11 to 2 or something everybody tells me that <laughs> <laughs> they're like i want to come work for you and i'm like no you don't let me show you this video right. and they're like yeah. hey i ain't, I ain't doing nah, that guys, that's listen. what i walked in on and i was like that's real yeah <laughs> that's right that, like, and that's what people are like man what's your world like and i'm like this is it it's it can get crazy well that and anybody obviously the most average common sense person is going to be like so what do you do when you show them that video? Like, what the hell you think it's going to be? Well, like, I mean, well, I know that's an extreme. This but is crazy extreme. Now, a lot, believe it or not, a lot of people ask me, so what else do you do? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? They're like, you you make a living off this? And, I, and then I show them my calendar, and they're like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, when I'm treating or checking, treating 60 people in one week, that's uh. Yeah, you're banging them out, yeah. um, but we're teaching the truth, and that's why we're busy. Nah, man, you know? um, that's that's why. Um, obviously, when I promote this, and just so y'all know, I just do Facebook. Uh, you're on every platform, right? Gotta be, and, and which is respectful to you yeah. for what your business is, and you. Should I don't. Be. I don't want to be, but yeah, you but you want to be. Though, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. no, trust me. I, well, no, that's that's why I I. I you know, because a lot of people are like, man, you always posting on social media. And I'm like, well, you all don't understand, man. Not spoke about I, I have to promote myself. This is how I don't go somewhere right. and, and clock in and get a check. If right. if you don't know that I do head lice, you ain't going to call me. Right. Right. So if you see all my ice cream pictures on Facebook, look at my shirt. Look at, right, right. Look at <laughs> that. Right. It all says right. got lice. Every post is. So uh, I love helping small business because that's what I am. So when I go down to a mayor stop at my boy's, you know, shop down there, it makes ice cream. I'm going to promote his business because you know how much money I've, I've probably made that guy now. Right. Right. And he's like, thank you, Mr. Pete. But you know how many people that's messaged me like, damn, I know you like ice cream. What's up with that shirt? Here's my website. Right. Yep. Right. Or turn so, around. Scam right. Scam me. So that's, <laughs> so that's why, you know, I do that, you know. Well, now, but I'm with you. Well, boy, and I say that because. 
you know, I don't have Instagram, Snapchat, because I, I think it's I'll get in trouble. No, or I'll, right. It, it, will cause it just problems. eats your brain. Yeah. But with that being said, though, um, and, and you're one of the main ones when I see you, and, and we spoke about this, because in everything you just told our audience is what you told me. Yeah. Look, like, first off, love this dude's fucking ice cream. I'm promoting him. I'm promoting myself. Everybody's winning. Well, that's what I, right, right, right. but then now and then you got someone who'll message like, "Yeah, it must be nice living your life." Uh, <laughs> and then so, I, just, I just chuckle and I'm like, "Well, let's put it in perspective. I don't have any kids. I live in a seventy thousand dollar house I bought eighteen years ago. My cars are paid off. Uh, what do you want me to do? Right? Like, I, huh? Well, but, and that's the thing. Uh, you see all the dumb shit when I post my stakes. Everybody picks at me about it. I'm like, well, if you work third shift and you go to Kroger when they're getting rid of the old shit, you can get it for half off too. I know, right? <laughs> <You can get laughs> like, hey, I, I wish I had that kind of money. Right. Yeah, but but anyway. But no, man, uh, I just wanted to bring up the work ethic because I, I do know you're an early riser. I do know you, you bust your ass at the gym and, and, and you're always in good shape. And then I do know, as as you and I use the word hustle, That's you it. know, um, it is what it is. And and like you said, that that, that uh, method or or, ter- or terminology might not be for everybody. But um, it's like, and, and again, I'm going to be selfish here for a minute. When people ask me, like, um, why do you stay third shift at UPS? I'm like, because I get to do the things I enjoy. Yeah. Like, I could very easily, I've been there 20 years, brother. I can pick a fucking route. I can go drop packages off. And make 70, 80, 90, no. whatever, whatever grand a year I want because with overtime, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, or I can stay at UPS third shift, DJ, coach, officiate, and then y'all see my corny pictures that I'm very fortunate, whether it's my dad's friends or you right. two. I get to go to lunch with some of my best friends. That's it. Do I want to be do, doing that or pissing in a Mountain Dew bottle dropping off packages? Uh-uh. I'd probably, I'd right. probably rather be doing that. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, now, and I say this um, – Knocking on wood, the good thing is if things ever got bad, you know, I, uh, by the way, I don't know if I added my officiating or not, but yeah, so if my knees ever went down, at least I still had the DJing. Yeah. but You if, didn't put all your eggs right, in one basket. Exactly. You're good. And if things got bad and I had to go driving, I'll go drive for a couple of years. Right. You know, it ain't the worst thing. But, but you know what? You put yourself in position to get right. options because you worked hard. Exactly. And that's. And, yeah. What a lot of people don't understand. They don't. They, they don't. They, damn, you got it easy. Bullshit. Look well, how hard I work. Right. right. Like, look how yeah. hard you work. You like my sister messaged me, you know, years ago. Like, what? How's this dude talking about you? How do, how does he do what he does? How does he go go go? Oh, that's always the first question when people meet him. Yeah. Well, damn. Does that dude sleep? <laughs> right. I, I sent like, Zach a text when I first met him. Yeah. Does this guy sleep? He's like he sleeps all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's um, it, it's uh. The sleep's catching up, but that's another conversation. But it's getting older, though. Yeah, it is getting older. (laughs) You are old. But um, but anyway, man, uh, God bless it. I was going to go somewhere else with that. Where was we going to go? That's that stroke kicking in again. That stroke, his fucking left eyes drooping and shit. My right arm's heavy. Um, Yeah. (laughs) No, oh yes, I was going to talk about yeah, and and I say that. um, Obviously, we've had other guests on that's kind of grown up very similar to us. But like you had mentioned earlier, and you know. Matt grew up Silver Spoon. Yeah. Right. No. Dixie Heights, baby. That's right. <laughs> so no, Edgewood, I'm, Kentucky. I'm, yeah. All that fun so stuff. I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh, but no, but, but between the three of us, 
Um, and, and I think this is a good group to have on because you mentioned earlier, respectfully, and I'm sorry to hear your mom and dad yeah. and your sister. And obviously most people know my upbringing and we've talked on the podcast before about Matt's upbringing, not being, you know, fucking silver spoons and, nah. cake and ice cream. So it's just funny right now. Like you have three successful people and then we get those texts and those jokingly comments where people pick at us, oh, yeah. you know, but you're like. Well, uh, so that's why I kind of laugh because, you know, jokes are jokes and I can tell who's saying it and what's the demeanor that they're saying it. But for the other people, it's just like, and, and, I, and I don't even know where I want to go with this in terms of without being rude, but it's like, yeah, motherfucker, you do something or, or, or you try getting up and doing what we do, you know? Yeah. And, and then I don't care to take off. I've spoke about it on here before and I don't care if she's upstairs, she can come down. Me and Kelly, can, like this week I'm on vacation. Right. Okay. Kelly's like. You've been off all week and laundry and dishes. And I'm like, well, because I can't just turn it off. Right. You know, when you work third shift for 19 going on 20 years this Christmas, you know, I'm naturally up somewhere between two and five in the morning. So therefore, I'm either responding to your text, right. <laughs> I, I'm creeping on Facebook, I'm yeah. watching Netflix, sharing then, memories. Yeah, sharing memories, and <laughs> dude, then share some memories, dude. But they're money. So I look at my inbox, 19 memories. Yeah. 18 or pumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but, but then when I get up and let's just say her alarm set for usually six fifteen, six thirty, and then her and the kids get up and then I say hi, bye and go back in the bed. Cause I've been up for two or three hours right. and then, you know, she'll call me or text me for lunch. And I'm like, well, either I'm still sleeping or I didn't get up. Like it's hard to turn that off. Oh yeah. And, and people understand like, you know, it's one thing, you know, if you're, if you're dedicated or you commit it, to that, you know, 50, 60 hour a week job where either you're behind a desk, right. whether you're putting a roof on, you're pouring concrete or blacktop, whatever it may be. And that's fine. But for people like us, and I know Matt, we'll talk about it. You just got your new job. Uh, same, same job, but you've got to increase and good for you. I'm happy before you. Congratulations. Thank you. But like, but uh, you still keep that job for a reason. Cause there's a reason why we can go to lunch sometimes there's a, you know, cause if, if, right. if, if what all three of us did or didn't do, we didn't have the fe- flexibility that we didn't have, we probably wouldn't do it. We, or, or I'd be unhappy. As hell. Exactly. <laughs> we, hey, or right. we would be unhappy or unlike the people that pick at us, we'd figure it out and find something else. Right. You but know? that like, What's me having my business and, you know, now I have friends that, oh, it must be nice. You know, they have, they don't know what it took to get exactly. 10 years down the road of like, yeah, that like vacation, like you were talking. I haven't, I haven't been on, right. I don't go, me and my wife, we don't go on one till the end of the year. We get, take like four days and we go somewhere together. Right. That's all By we the get. Way, that did suck when we were down there. Yeah. Right I mean, I'm like, damn, I always yeah. had to miss it cause I had to work. <laughs> You know, I don't get to do that, but hey, it is hey, what it is. You, you could have just told the trade-offs. You could have just told them people what lies. Hey, man, what's another four days? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I could. I'd be like, look, you probably had it three to four weeks. Let me talk you off the ledge here. I'll hey, see you a little bit later. I say this because him and I definitely listen to him, and I know you do. Hit him with a Joey Diaz. Take a chance. Columbus did. What's four more days? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Matty Ice, you got anything? I don't. I don't um, love the shirt, man. Love, love what you're doing. I, and Hopefully, I, we'll I, get tru- some. I truly did. I'll get you one. I, but I've looked, and I'm like, damn, I can't give him one award already. So I'll get you some new. Ones. I don't yeah, care, bro. Love, love the shirt, shirt, man. It's awesome. Well, I mean, they might not fit you, punk. Them guns. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all got to see him. He's on that good chick, and he's looking good he's right on now. Good chick. <laughs> uh, but listen, on a frill note, before we wrap up, uh, please one more time, because obviously we've jumped around a lot, and Matt came in hot, and we started. 
please promote everything again. Your website, your office location, your Instagram, your whatever you have. Please go ahead sure. and do that. So uh, the easiest way to ever find me to remember, just Google Pete the Lice Guy. If you Google Pete the Lice Guy, Simplicity actually comes up and all kinds of stuff with headlights pop up. Um, social media-wise, um, well, Pete Wigginton on Facebook, and then everything else is Pete the Lice Guy. Or Simplicity if you're looking for life services. But if you just search Pete the Lice Guy, you'll find me. Um, the website itself is Simplicity.com. It's like simplicity, but we threw lice in there. So it's Simplicity.com. Don't let your phone auto correct it. There is a, uh, there, there is a um, hairstylist place in Westchester. And if you type in Simplicity, it will probably auto correct you. And if you're trying to find me, you'll end up there. They're like, yeah, we don't treat lice. Yeah, nah. <laughs> we'll fix you. We'll do your hair. They probably hate me. They're lice. like, what do you mean? Because right. but, but on the flip side, though, they're probably getting more contacts. Well, than they're before. probably like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Uh, Pete the Lice Guy. You, right, if man. you Google that or search it, you're going to find me. And, and then right, the man. phone number eight five nine four one four nits. Nits N I T S S. All right. Hey man, listen. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, for the listeners, straight up dude, man. Um, I love him with all my heart. You want to get your lights taken care of. Uh, sh- straight up, no crazy chemicals or nothing like that. Guarantees his shit for 30 days. Please well, longer re- than that. But well, longer than that. Well, yeah. you, you said 30 days, right? Well, that's so if you get it back. Okay, if you get yeah. it back, 30 days. Damn, it'll be Bob, gone. You, you it'll, working on a sponsor? It, it'll be gone forever. <laughs> right. But if you go get it back... I hope you end up both. Check him out, guys. Peace. See you, PJ. Goodbye.